have? It smells oh, like no, no. it has Just fruity prep, smell to prep it. Prep yourself to share it. It's, it's live now, guys. The You're in the thing. Well, I turned off my phone. I thought you said turn it no, off. No, no. I said put it on silent put and on then oh, you're going to share it. It's yes. on silent, yeah. Yes. You can just turn it back on right now. We're live, by the way, guys. Just Are FYI. we live? Alrighty. <laughs> 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 Don't worry about it. Might let, let the feed come on really quickly. Two seconds or it's 13. Li- feed's on, bro. Is it on? Oh, yeah. I don't see it. You're on a delay system. Yeah, we take our, as Armand would say, our professional level with our guests is just... At a different <laughs> level. At, at a different level. <laughs> Through the roof. <laughs> Through the roof. Okay. Erov. Erov. was much more talkative before we went live, bro. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Are you sure we're live? Yeah, I can Come see on, it. Man. I can see it. I don't oh, see there's a huge... Yeah, there's a I think me and you are the only viewers at this point, Armon. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't... Oh, there it is. Hold on. There it is. There it Come is, on. There. Where are our watchers? <laughs> where are our watchers? Where are our watchers? There we go. Okay. I don't know why I didn't have it. There we go. All right. Edit, are you, do you see it? Huh? Is that you? Yeah. And then did you share it on your page? I don't. All right. Now there you just we put are. the volume all the way down and we're good to go. Okay, but, but it's running, right? It's not frozen or anything? Because I'm doesn't, It's walking, like it's it. not running. <laughs> I don't. I swear to God, like, Oops. recently with, like, certain things. Like, see, look, it's like, it's... No, it's on. It's on. It's fine. Yeah. Remember last week? What, what was it? Last week or That's two weeks? into the mic. We, Sorry. We, we need to take a nice deep breath in. Just take a nice deep breath in. We, we have a therapist with should us we, today. Should we meditate? <laughs> you guys want to hold hands It'll before we go any further? Not and then began. Uh, <laughs> I say we introduce our guest and then say happy MLK and then move forward. All right. Oh, yes. Appropriate. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are you guys? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We have a very happy special Monday. guest with us today. Edit or I Edita? Which one? Edit. Okay. Facebook <laughs> didn't allow me to change it to Edit. So just. Why? Because it says Edit. Oh, it says Edit. Ah, really? That's why. Just yeah. like when we tried to create the Wise Nuts page, it didn't allow us to make a Wise <laughs> Nuts. It was like, you, you were not allowed to make that page. So it was like, it has to be an actual name, name. Uh-huh. So when they see Edit, they go... It's Edit. It's Edit. Yeah. Welcome, Edit. Thank Ola you. From From one of our... All the way from Harazdan. All the way from Harazdan, Armenia. My dad would be happy to hear that. Oh, gosh. Yes. Representing Medharazdan Sinere. So, licensed psychotherapist or family and children's... Yes, registered associate psychotherapist. There we go. So you deal with a lot of kids and family most of the yes. time, right? Uh-huh. Nice, nice. Uh, so before we get into that, let's talk about um, the book that you published because obviously you were an author first, correct. first before you became a psychotherapist. Psychotherapist. <laughs> psychotherapist. <laughs> I, I swear to God, every time I know you were gonna go there. Anybody? Live. Okay. All right, guys. Listen, there's oh a meme goodness. out there, and I'll post it. I'll, I'll have it on our on our daily memes mm-hmm. on our Instagram page. It's basically it says psychotherapist, but in it's the guy who's put, putting the psychotherapist <laughs> on the window. He he chops it up into three different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says psycho mm-hmm. the rapist. Uh-huh. So so you better be careful. So you better be careful how you <laughs> pronounce and write stuff down. So psychotherapist. Yes. yes. The book Memoirs of a Mother. Correct. What was the inspiration behind it? Uh, my personal history with uh, depression and divorce and being a single mom and struggling to find like peace and connection to self. So that's like the huge motivation. The book, it actually took about five years. So 
It's not the kind of book that you read. It's not an actual novel. However, it is, it's full of prompts. So you're supposed to kind of complete the prompt and create your own memoir, like your own story. So it's, it's like you are the Picasso of your life. You're going to create your story with the prompts. And each prompt is directed um, specifically for the human development. Like what did you experience from age you know, 0 to 3 and 3 to 5 and 10 to 18? So the title Memoirs of a Mother, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's basically for uh, females mostly, I'm assuming. It's for mothers, yeah. It's for mothers who gave birth or mothers who are pregnant and, you know, they're just, they're struggling with pregnancy and they're going through a lot emotionally. So it's, it's, a, it's a type of uh, journal that connects you back to yourself again with the prompts. So I'll make it real easy to kind of comprehend. But one of the questions that I have is, um, you know, what do you remember from your childhood that w- that had a positive impact in- on your life? And then you have to, like, go back and remember and complete. Oh, wow. So it's it's basically like a textbook. It, yeah, it's a memoir. Interesting. <laughs> so you have to put work into it. You are the person who's going to. Yes. So oh. I'm not I'm not I'm the creator. So I'm the author. I I basically develop the prompts and each prompt is geared for a specific reason but you are supposed to fill in so it's a journal it's kind of like a diary but not really no wonder it's for women though. no wonder yeah well, <laughs> look let's just you can pick up the book pick up the book identify as a woman while you go through it and you'll be fine yeah, yeah that's what i plan on doing <laughs> really yeah it's the big deal <laughs> how do you think i got into those universities bro <laughs> <laughs> I was Native wow. American for a long what? time, bro, before I went to being a woman. Hey, mm-hmm. Edgar owns half of It's a lot Commerce of work. You know? <laughs> Is this the regressing thing you were yeah, talking about? Digressing. Yeah, digressing. Yeah, we get to digress back and forth. Yes. But that's interesting. I mean, I've, I've, I've never heard of a, a, bu- a book or a, well, it's a memoir now. It's something yes. new to me. I never knew there would be something where it would have writing, obviously, you know, text mm-hmm. as far as for reading, and then you yes. would go in and actually write notes for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, on now, is it about how you how you went through whatever you went through, and then you ask a question about? I, you just, I gotta you gotta break it down for me. Sure, it's kind of sure. That's a good question. No, it's it, okay. So it's not my personal experience, but being a, a practicing psychotherapist and being in the field for so long and dealing with people or women in general that have dealt with postpartum depression and are raising children and they're very agitated and they have relational problems with husbands. I kind of started, uh, I don't want to say research, but I conducted research within the practice of, you know, what is going to help these women connect, like contain their emotions. And, you know, when we have a sense of disconnect, it creates a lot of emotional dilemmas like anxiety and you're antsy all the time, a lot of anxiousness. So it's not my experience, but... It's it's going to be more about their experience. I don't know how to like explain it. She guides you through your experience. So, so. basically, yeah. you're going to write your own memoir, and then years after, like when you're a grandma or grand, you know, whatever, you transfer that book onto your, you know, kids and your grandkids, so they could always remember your experiences. Like, who was my great 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 grandmother? Oh, okay, here, oh, she Arnold experienced this. my great grandmother. <laughs> you know, it? That's nah, she cool, was a right? psychopath. <laughs> she was a psycho <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, she gave us so many beatings. Oh, so, you know, um, it's a really good tool to have. And there, when you say this is new, there's nothing like this in the Armenian community. So when I took it to Opryl bookstores, Arno is the owner there. He was just blown away like, wow, this is this is something so new. It's so creative. Wait a minute, like, wait a minute. There's another Arno out there in the world? Yes. There is. <laughs> the guy's been around he's much longer than you. He's not real estate. Not. It's a good thing. He's not. So, so I bet you he's knowledgeable. Because I mean, he's probably read every single book. Yeah. You know, he's he's a genius. So you he's took it to Aubrey's books, and what did he say? He was like, "I've never seen something like this." He's like, "Wow, I've never seen anything like this." Where you're actually like, you're requiring your audience to do the work. You're the therapist. You're supposed to be like talking to them, but on the contrary, they're supposed to be kind of like fulfilling their own history. So and basically, their own thing. you fill in the information that's required, and then it tells you the story that you want to see at the end. Yeah, pretty so, much what I'm understanding. Correct. So I'll give you like an example. It'll make it easier. A prompt. A prompt is, I have a prompt in there. Um, apologize. I apologize myself for. So a lot of people are like, what? Apologizing it's to ourselves. It's hard to answer. How do I answer? So that? here's the, th- and, I, and I give you guidance, like how to do it. But I want you to think about this. Like how many times a day do we say sorry to people? Like every single thing we've made it such a, ba- oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Everything is a sorry. But like, how many times do you apologize to yourself for calling yourself, you know, sorry, but an idiot? Oh, my God, you're such an idiot. How could you do this? Come, Oh, my God, come on. Like, just really bad energy badgering yourself at times because that's what stress does at times, right? You just go into that dark place of, like, how could you? And you start berating yourself. So the prompt is, like, you know, what do you apologize yourself for? And you, I apologize myself to myself because... I'm an idiot. The, the other day... <laughs> Well, that could work too. Doesn't work for all of us. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the other day I said something really bad to myself. Like you know, I I was watching a video and I said, "Wow, I'm so fat in that video." So, so you would go back and you would say, "I'm sorry for saying I'm this sorry. to myself." Yes. Fat shaming myself. Myself, I'm sorry to my for, to myself because I was really disrespectful. I called myself stupid in front of other people. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's just to you know bring you a little bit more awareness, like <clears throat> not to treat yourself like that there's so many people waiting to berate you like why are you doing it to yourself right now this memoir itself okay how, how much of it is actually text and how much of it is actually blank pages for you to actually write it because i mean mm-hmm. there might be people who aren't as depressed and then there might be people who could basically write, probably, a, book in your yeah, book. write a book inside yes. your book literally so there's yeah. good prompts too it's not always the bad ones with traumatic histories and there's good prompts too like what are your goals for 2020 what are your affirmations who are your strengths who are you know what are you, what do your boundaries look like who's your support system just so your subconscious mind can register you have these things it's not always about what you don't have but you don't know? you think some people actually know what they have in life <laughs> Like without writing it down? Some people do, and they're very fortunate, (laughs) but most people don't. Most people, yeah. Most people don't. Especially men are not so in tune with their emotions. So that's why, that's another reason why I think this is tailored to women, because women tend to be a lot more connected to their emotions, and they're willing to discuss emotional situations with their friends, whereas Mm -hmm. guys, we just, you know, we hang out. Yeah, that's not true. Guys talk more shit behind women's back than women talk shit about. I'm going to close my <laughs> What does that have to do, do with, with anything? Like Please elaborate. <laughs> what no, do you mean l- by Let that? him elaborate. This is not going to be an ex- no, one of those uh, <laughs> rated R thing. We're going to keep no. it classy. No cursing. No, no cursing. It's going to be you therapy session between Ed and Edith. Ed and Ed. Ed and Ed. We're going to bring the couch out today, guys. 
But okay, no, please tell, so elaborate. Men, as far men, as like, yeah. if they go on a date, like you know how women, we always think, oh, if a woman goes on a date, then they go tell their friend about every detail. Well, I think nowadays you look at guys on a date; they're so anxious to go home and tell their friends about it. They're not even paying attention to the date. You look at any new date; they look so uncomfortable today compared to back in our days. You could tell two people are at a date. Now everyone's like this, nervous. On their phone? And you, the guys, you think the they're guys nervous? Go home talk, bro, the guys are not even looking at the girl. If she's interested, you got to read body language, right? Yeah. You don't think that's become a social norm to have your phone in your hand nowadays? It, I'm guilty of that. But if you're trying to get a girl to like you... It's, that doesn't it's justify behavior, though. Down. I mean, yeah, it's it is the social norm, but there's there's a time and place if you're trying to, and this is why a lot of people, you know, report loneliness. I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Okay, you're lonely, but you're reaching for your phone and you're on a date where you're supposed to physically connect with that person. So it's it's it is. I understand where you're coming from, but also you have to be so mindful to stop and be a little bit more appropriate when it comes to like using your phone. Yeah. And, but I mean, yeah. going back to what Armand was saying, yeah, I mean, women do make more emotional decisions, I think, for everything. And uh, it's, it is, yeah. yeah. Women are very emotional. Yeah, for men, it's kind of, I like it, bro, it's true. I mean, buying, even like buying a car, I think a woman would be emotionally like, I don't know, is the energy right in this car? Is it going to be the... I, it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to advocate true. for my women right now. <laughs> it's not like that There's dramatic. There's not enough sunlight coming oh into this Oh my God. <laughs> Well, let me. I'll tell you this much: when it comes to buying a house, women are more emotionally attached to, than men. Men walk in is more of like a financial. But selling wise, real estate sells wise. Women again. But that's why women, and I mean, that's why there's a good balance. Somebody is an emotional thinker. Someone's a logical thinker. And it's a perfect balance. And then when you're stuck in the middle, <laughs> middle as a realtor, you go shit. <laughs> Those are who's, the kids. <laughs> whose side am I going to pick now? Whoever's controlling you the bring money, you control then that to, uh Help them resolve that matter. Yeah. <laughs> like you, how do you make your decisions as far as like... For myself or for my family? Ooh, that's two big differences. Ooh. That's a huge so. difference. Yeah, a good call. And there's a lot of... Is it a buying decision? Is it a item? Is it a business decision? It depends what it okay. is. I mean. Exactly. Okay, no. A business decision has to be numbers. It can't be emotional. Uh, like, what? let me give you a very good example. Big family decision. <clears throat> buying a house. Do you consider what your wife's thinking about it or it's about what you want and that's it is she listening i'm sure <laughs> be careful are you watching <laughs> answer wisely honey, are you, it's like honey are you watching well it, see you know what i learned a long time ago was because a lot of people would come to me for believe it or not for advice <laughs> <laughs> so and i would give great advice but i wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to take my own advice so then mm -hmm. i learned years ago anytime i had an issue to kind of take myself out of the equation mm -hmm. and talk to myself from a third-person perspective. And if Ed or Arno or whoever was in this situation, mm -hmm. what advice would I give them? And then I do my best to take that advice rather than... Because, you know, we tend to make an emotional decision about things like even buying a car, right? You mentioned car. Mm -hmm. If you're excited about leasing a car, you want to get it now. But if you come to me and say, Arm, I'm looking for this car, I'm going to be like, all right, you know, January is not a good month for this particular... Car rates, whatever it is. February, you're going to wait. The money factor, the interest rate, everything is going to be lower in February. It's easy for me to say that to you because I'm not emotionally invested in that vehicle. You are. So that's what I learned to, to do for myself is put on the brakes and... Uh, Take or, a breather, yeah. basically. Or even if it's a large... Sleep on it. Yeah, if it's a large purchase, like recently, you know, I was 
looking into buying a new keyboard for myself. And it's a few thousand dollar purchase. So I the went. You don't play for us on any time? Is that the one we're talking <laughs> yes. about? Yes. You haven't gone live with that for a while. <laughs> no. Does every Heinadar play keyboard? Is it the Roland one? He's not just the keyboard. <laughs> I think I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> I'm a big fan, but he's just, he's prude with his it's talent. It's really good. My brother plays it too. This is he as good as I <laughs> I don't know. I know. <laughs> Competition kicks is, in. Is immediately. he as prude as this guy? <laughs> no. He actually so, took lessons. He's. <clears throat> If this guy was no, like a drop-dead gorgeous girl, he wouldn't give it up to anyone. He's one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to my story, I, I literally went to Guitar Center four times before I bought it because I would go there, I would play on different machines and different equipment, and I'd be like, oh, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. But I was like, do I really want one? Because I already have one at home. Is it a need or a want? Is right? it a need? Exactly. I went a second time and a third time, just not that I wasn't being frugal, I just wanted to make sure that's really what I wanted rather than an emotional decision just to buy a new keyboard. And then the fourth time I was there, I was like, yeah, I think it's a need. It's not a want anymore. You, you need it now. Go. Well, it's a want. Do we really need hey, it? Hey, hey, I'm going to tell yeah. you it's bullshit. It, it was a, a want, want okay. but at least the decision was more rational because it wasn't an impulse decision. See, here's, here's something that happened today. We, I had a client who uh, we're in the process of selling a property, but he's going to have to lease the property out. Uh, until he could get his plans and permits ready for construction. So he turns to me and he says, uh, I just want to lease it out for like six months to a year just so we can kind of uh, uh, get it done with and I could have some you know, reserves come in so the property isn't sitting vacant. And I said, okay, um, have you thought about maybe a, a family moving in here and they have two younger kids and the kids are going to the local elementary school and they love it and the kids are enjoying it and they just made new friends and all of a sudden a year passes and you go, hey, listen, my plans are approved, you got to get out. You know what the first thing he said to me? Shit. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I don't know if I could do this. I'm like, well, now you got to make a decision. Well, unless you disclose that beforehand, right? Then yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. But again, yeah. imagine disclose. Well, to the family. To the family. They won't, they're not going to want it. Short-term lease, one-year lease. It's going to be difficult to have someone move in on those terms. Maybe if you get someone that's desperate coming in from an <laughs> out-of-state situation, that's <laughs> different. But Some see, people, they need to get their kid into a specific school. school. Yeah, and yeah. they just want any address to get their kid into the school at that point. But, oh, yeah. So see, this leads to one topic now. It, which is uh, what I, I want to ask you this. And sure. I, I'm sure the guys will probably piggyback on this. Why is it that after getting married and after having children, kids are any, somebody, even somebody else's kids emotionally affect you more? Am I, do you guys feel that? Mm-hmm. Have you guys felt that recent? Yeah. Well, you would because your kids are, uh, well, your son is two, right? 18 or, months. Yeah, he's, he's one. And I, I held a newborn today. I don't know. What you're okay, but no, no, no. Ed, listen. <laughs> before you, be, before, before your your daughters, were you not like when something would happen to a kid or something emotionally would happen with someone else's kid? It didn't yeah. affect you as much. Mm-hmm. And then once you know no, Sarah and I Sasha can't came, say that because just like you, I was attached to my sister's kids before I had kids, and on a daily basis. Okay, no, for, so, okay. Now your sister's kids as well. Somebody who's basically blood related to you. When once those kids entered your life, anytime something happened with children involved, was it emotional for you? Yes. Why has that happened? Well, because you become more empathetic. Empathy okay. plays into play, yeah. Because you say you oh, have sh- it, that so could you happen know to it, my absolutely. kid, that you could start... happen to my sister's kid, of course. Yeah. And you can relate to it yeah. more mm-hmm. so. Yeah. That's I mean, what one of the hardest does. experiences I've had is not my own child. My sister's kid broke her arm. We took her to Children's Hospital, and they literally 
while they're doing x-rays, they were putting the bones together. Yeah, very traumatic, oh I'm sure. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's, like, I was shivering yeah, inside. Yeah, it's a very traumatic experience My whole body was like, the nurses, me and my brother-in-law were standing there. The nurses were like, you guys okay? Because <laughs> we were both pale standing there. Yeah. See, I, it's it's hard. Women it's are stronger in those situations. Yeah, they are. That's why women give birth and we don't. See, that's so weird. Like, <laughs> that's weird that reason. we give birth. You no, don't? no, 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 no. <laughs> Which when, part? When, when it comes to like, I and I know this for a fact. Like, if my daughter gets <laughs> sick or if something were to happen to my daughter, I think I would take it more emotionally than my wife would. Not that my wife wouldn't take it emotionally. <laughs> I think she's she would be probably be stronger as like a... Mm-hmm. Do you forget what she does for work? Well, that, there's that. That well. plays a lot into it, It does. It, um, yeah, she's a nurse, She's right? more calm. Yeah, she's, she's, she's able to, to contain my, my niece locked my daughter into the bedroom the other day with the lights <laughs> off. I freaked out. She's in the room, bro. She's, she's fine. It's not like she got kidnapped or anything. She's in the room. It's, it's lights are off. It's locked. We can't open the door and she's crying and I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how I ran across the <laughs> the front yard. I, like, opened the window, jumped in. Like, I, I just imagined all that. <laughs> I panicked. He panicked. He jumped he had a in, visual broke there. his arm. I just had a visual. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I, I seriously don't know. I don't understand. It's just, you know, it becomes hard because now you know that it's a possibility that could happen to your child. So you become, it's, it's kind of like reality kicks in more. Like, wow, this could happen to anyone's kid. So it's more relatable, and so it you know just it's it's hard to accept it. I think any parent would have a really hard time you know talking about it. Like those kids that are, I don't know. You hear the most horrible stories on the news now. What's happening to children? Yeah, and news stuff is even worse. I can't watch anything on you know, the TV like with, kids with kids being abused in the most brutal way possible, and it's just very traumatic. And and. It doesn't even have to mean that you're a parent, you feel these things. I think people tend to generalize a lot. So even if you're, you know, you're just going to be a father, you're not a father yet, you're going to think about these things like the what ifs. The what if this happens? What, you know, because reality kicks in in a way. You're like, what? my life is going to change. I'm going to be responsible for this little human being for the rest of my life. You mean there's no day off? You know, like what? Yeah, yeah, that, so, kicked, in, that kicked in. What? I don't have a day off? I, this user's is gonna be... guide. They don't come with user's guide. That's the number one thing. <laughs> Even yeah. if they did, you think we would read it? A lot of moms. How many times have they read the user's guide? A lot manual. of moms raise their kids with whatever they read in books today. <laughs> yeah, there's really? a lot of knowledge lot? out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot, a lot of them are helicopter knowledge. moms. <laughs> <laughs> they are what? just hovering. But how are you to say that's wrong and yours is right? The sound effects. You can't. It's not about right or wrong. Like, you have to allow the child to face certain things in life. You can't, oh, the child, you know, your boy or girl falls and you run over there and you're trying yes. to be a yes. superhero. Like, I, I'm a firm believer in cuddling, not coddling. Yes. You cuddle, you don't coddle. It's the worst thing you could do because then they become very... Clingy. Used to, yeah, absolutely. It creates a lot of attachment things. So I have a question since yes. we're discussing kids. We, we'll go back to your book again because sure. I'm curious to know what type of response you've been getting from moms out there. Because yes. I follow you on Instagram. I see a lot of interesting uh, kind of visuals that you also yes, post, like which are very charts. helpful. I, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but regarding kids, so mm-hmm. if you, let's say... Um, you know, you're at a get together where there's four, five, six kids. And if you're, because this is a question that I, I, I've overheard many times, and it's something that my wife and I have even discussed. If, let's say, your kid is playing with a toy, 
and one of the other kids at the gathering comes and takes the toy away. Mm. <laughs> so how do you teach your child the balance between sharing and also standing up for themselves? Yeah. How would you do that? What would be your recommendation? So what you're trying to say is if your child's playing with a toy and another child comes and takes the toy Correct. and your child's having a strong reaction to that, a strong reaction as in like tantrums, like, oh, it's my toy. Well, like, what do you sometimes do? there could be a strong reaction. Sometimes it's very just, you know, passive, Who like, cares? okay, that's fine. But you're concerned about is my child going to know how to defend themselves or, you know, stand up for themselves and also... How do you, at the same time, teach them that it's okay, you, you have to learn how to share toys as well. You can't play with yeah. you know, two toys at the same time. Or if you're playing with the car or Barbie and the other individual wants that, mm-hmm. it's okay to share it. So how do you find that balance between, okay, let him have it, or no, this time I'm going to play with it, I'll give it to you later. How do you teach him that? That's a good question. What do you feel like would be appropriate? Because I think parents have to look at the personality of the child. First of all, I don't believe in, see here, so this is tricky. I don't believe in kind of putting your child a second, especially in front of other children. So this is a conversation maybe that needs to happen at home most of the time, like maybe a lot of role playing. Because with kids, you can't talk, you can't, they can't understand it. You can't tell them, oh, this ki- it's okay, everything's okay, we'll get you. They're not going to get it because they're very egocentric. They mm. don't understand feelings. Other people's don't have feelings. Their pe- their feelings matter the most. So it's a lot of role playing, like role playing with them as you know. If I take your toy, what's going to be your reaction? Maybe teaching them the reaction or the response. But it just it's tricky because there's no way of teaching a child how to contain themselves when someone's stealing a toy. Now defense defense is very different. I don't think you know somebody taking a toy is more of a I guess, you know, defense thing where they have to, you know, be taught, but maybe an understanding of the other person of why the other child took the toy. Like, you know, um, the other person is, you know, the child is still learning how to share. Maybe we can practice together and next time, you know, you can do it, you can demonstrate, like kind of like that. But I wouldn't, you know, immediately, because this is the thing parents do, it's defense mechanism kicks in, right? You know, well, my defense you go mechanism and hit him with is, the- <laughs> where's your dad? That's what Jason. That's what yeah. JJ, JJ yeah. literally JJ said. Jason. That's what Jason. Yeah, you yeah. called yeah. call the child outside. outside for a conversation. <laughs> Where's your dad? Where's your Dude, mom? My daughter's going through the same thing that you're talking about right now. The she's, sharing thing. She's uh, she's very clingy to certain items, and then she's she's in her terrible twos. I mean, it's kind of normal. She doesn't understand right now. Yeah, what she doesn't feelings understand are, so, what sharing is. You have to teach her that. Yeah, so it's like okay, and my wife my wife is great at it because it's like, for example, if. Her cousin is playing with one toy. She'll be like, okay, I want that. And then when he gives her that, she's playing with it. If he goes and plays with something else, she'll go, okay, now I want that. Yep, you got to stop that. So it's kind of, it's a a process. But where? Is that only at your house or when you're at your brother's house? No, 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 anywhere. Anywhere, Anywhere, so it's anywhere everything's hers. The thing is, some kids have it at their house. Their toys, they have it. This is normal, by the way. Every child goes through that. No, 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 of course. So don't feel like it's only your, you know... most no, kids no, no. until they're like five, six, then the emotions kick in of, oh, I see. Now, you know, I'm going to hurt that person's feelings if I take the toys. Yeah, so. I think it's a process that we're kind of, uh, we're first time parents. So obviously, we're, it's kind oh, of yeah. like something new to us where it's like. Every year, you're going to feel like you're a new dad. Absolutely. Because things change every year. Behaviors. And you do have a child, right? I do. I have a six year old. 
Oh, very nice. Oh, nice. Boy, right? I do. Six-year-old son. His name is Noi. He's probably watching Oh. with mom and dad. Noah? Noah. Well, Noi, but yeah. Noi. Noi. So how do you spell it? And. N-O-Y. N-O-Y, okay. So it's not N-O-A-H. It's not Noah. It's not Noah, because his son's name is Noah. In English, we I mean, it's Noah, but we put the middle name as Noi as well, because Noi was originally what I wanted. We get why. It's very important. Yeah, it's a beautiful name, but Noah, because it's easier to understand, just in case he becomes the president of the United States of America, right? Because that's what we think about as parents. Oh, what if he's something? I would be against We don't want to name him like a difficult Armenian name. That's a good question right now. Like, Would you be for or against your kid running for president? Would Why would you to. be for it or against it, though? Why not have them make that decision? Okay, what's let, happening to the current president? <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> would you guys support it or not? Support him, of course, as long as he's not drug dealing. He's well, I bro, Some parents would, like, I personally would be, tell my daughter, you want to be president, go ahead, I'll support you, but yes. I don't think it's the right Well, decision. women can't no. be president. Why not? Anyways. <laughs> Wait, you just started a new. But then you got red when you said it. I said that. I said that because Jacqueline is watching. Jacqueline's watching. Actually, you've been invited for another podcast, everybody. Jacqueline wants you on her podcast. Who's Jacqueline? Jacqueline Marashlin. She's a she's she's a sweetheart. How lovely! Thank you, Jacqueline. She's a sweetheart. She's been on our podcast as well. You can go through one of the three of us. We're her agent. Yeah, so um, my brother's on my side. You can write uh, three individual checks. We'll we'll disclose that with you later. Anyways, (laughs) wow. Yes. Isn't no, it four checks at this point, bro? At least let her get a check too. Well, that she will ten ninety nine her after. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he's like just She'll three get of a us. Small That's cut. But, Thanks, guys. But see, totally. like seriously, like what what our president goes through, I would not want any of my kids to become president. I like mean, Nicole Pashinyan or Trump. <laughs> both. <laughs> what Trump goes both. through, Nicole. Yeah. Well, uh, it's both. hard. It's. it's I don't live in Armenia, so. Well, Nico's. It's, it's at a different scale because you know there's. Only Please so don't many. get into politics. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not. You know what happens. Not today. Me, you know what happens to me? Anxiety kicks in. No, no, not Religion not and, and politics are the most difficult conversations to ever have with any human should, being on this planet. You should planet. read this book. It's called The Mother's Memoir. It, you can walk <laughs> through the p- political yeah. process. And journal. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a great section where you could write down you know, these questions for yourself. And uh, it's memoirs of a mother. Please memoir, first I'm get sorry, the book right before you recommend it, mister. Look, my memories. <laughs> Armand, off just the for charts. that, you have to go and order one for yourself right now. I will. Okay. I actually have one in my bag right now. Ooh. Oh, can, I'm, can I'm going to get a signed like? copy. Do you, do you, oh, let me get it. Now you're going to go through her bag. It's okay. Just Don't. get it. <laughs> just get it. Just grab it. It's that black Louis Vuitton purse. It <laughs> has a tendency of going through women's <laughs> bags. It's okay. <laughs> the Democratic. <laughs> so my son wrote in it a little bit. That's fine. Where. <laughs> If you see where it says, where were you born? He'll say Glendale, California. Okay, so hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let, me, let me go through <laughs> so this. So sorry, excuse me. No, no, no. Okay, so. Okay, so, so I see. Wow, okay, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> stuff in here that don't really relate to men. No. <laughs> you you just happened to, to open that page about. Uh, Why did you all blush? Uh, so here's here's on? one of the, the really interesting. So I, I didn't go through the third <laughs> trimester, so. <laughs> Can you give us one of the trimester ones? He's so uh, barely... He's barely been through the third trimester. Okay, okay, okay. So, this, okay. so one of the problems. During birth, I learned that I am. More capable than... 
strong. Yeah, absolutely. Because giving during birth. birth. And, oh, giving birth. Okay. Oh, giving, during, oh, during the birth I, I, you process. You need to be a giving. woman to answer these. I've seen the whole process. I can answer for you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yes, please. Part, go ahead for, go ahead for Edgar. Right there. So another prompt would be like, I experience negative thoughts when I think about. Mm. Okay. I offer the world. What do you offer? What are your qualities? He what offers, are your attributes? He offers real estate all day long. See, it's so hard for men to tap into like that. Because yeah. like, if this, if I was asking this to a woman, oh my God, I offer the world my strength, my power. Like they would just go at it with so many beautiful attributions. And you know, but men, it's hard. But this is why you got to think about your things. Even men, things your like things? this, even men. <laughs> Arnold's, Arnold's brain's going to crash. Right? He's just I, I'm just like, it's she like what her. I said. But that's I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have you? Okay, let me ask you this. Have My you, father is watching this. He's going to be like, that's a, that's a, that's a, <laughs> What type of response have you been getting from mothers? Oh, like, what um, are they, what have they been experiencing or discovering about themselves? Yeah. What type? I got, actually, I've had a lot of positive feedback from moms, but I think one that really did it was this mother messaged me on Instagram saying, I am so lucky I found this book because I, you know, the prompt about the I apologize. She said, I never thought about what I was doing to myself. So that prompt really got me thinking, why am I berating myself in front of family members and friends? So she said, I wrote, I apologize to myself for neglecting myself all these years and talking really negatively about myself. So people, you know, women are connecting with it most definitely. Is that due to insecurity in most cases? The what? The fact that she feels like she has to, whoever that individual was, yeah. uh, apologize to loved ones or friends or whoever. Look, it could be it could be insecurities, because it could also be learned behavior. Or you it could be just to satisfy Mirror others. neurons, you know, we have mirror neurons that we usually copy what we see. And they did a study on this long time ago with monkeys. So you, you know, whatever household you're raised in, however your parents are, you're going to mimic those behaviors. So haven't you had times when you're like, ah, oh, stretching and you make a sound, you're like, oh God, I just sounded like my father or something. Yeah. That's a learned behavior. That's your mirror neurons. So sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Now, it depends. Ma- majority of your, obviously, you know, people that are purchasing the book are mothers or is it? They're all mothers, yeah. I mean, do you have anybody who, since it's a memoir, are there anybody as far as is the entire book based off of becoming a mother or Correct. is there? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you're going to have prompts that ask you questions about your identity. So, you know, when did you fall in love? How was it like falling in love? But then the, you know, as you go through the pages, it goes into marriage. And then, you know, how did you conceive your child? Was it difficult? Did you have it with natural birth? Did you give birth naturally? Did you not? So very very detailed it gets you thinking and a lot of women also report a lot of icky feelings come up as they're doing it because they've never really thought about those feelings it was just kind of like suppressed so the prompts are very strong at times i mean it's kind of like a you know it's like a therapy session with yourself Mm, yeah that's basically what it is because this the idea is to teach you to cope with life yourself you cannot depend on people for the rest of your life so this book is also a great way to, for you to learn how to cope with struggles, okay? So you can deal with it on, you know, on your own. So, I mean, what was the inspiration behind the book? Um, I mean, what led you to be like... Here we go. I knew that. <laughs> I mean, we got we to gotta find out the yeah. background behind it because it's kind of like yeah. not every person... I love how we put that. <laughs> <laughs> not every person would be able to kind of... And I'm sure you probably, you know... I did the whole book 
for five years. <laughs> for five years. Yeah, it's it's research. You don't you don't just come up with something like this, you know, just out of out of the bloom. You have to go through it in order to understand how we can help women. So as I journaled about my difficulties, but you know, back to your question, I don't want to you know go off topic. Um, so about five years ago, I well, I had a lot of marital problems. And it wasn't because my ex was bad or I was bad. It was just a really bad mix. And we didn't really understand each other that much. We both have great attributes, but they weren't a good mix, right? So as I was, you know, planning on leaving and that process really put me in huge depression. On top of that, I had postpartum depression from giving birth, which is a lot, which is very common for women to experience. Men actually go through postpartum too, by the way. Really, which yeah. is always yeah. left untreated. When it is left, and it's it's pretty serious in stuff. In men's lives, it's always left untreated. It's a huge adjustment for men As to to mm. overcome. Really, is it because of the child, or they just feel like they're being neglected by their wife? Both. Hmm. The child is a huge responsibility. It's a huge change. It's a huge shock. It's a, it's a huge reality reality check. And then you have your wife who doesn't provide the same attention to you physically, emotionally, sexually, right? And then you're left feeling, oh my God, you know, I feel abandoned. Then you're off doing other things and assuming other things and feeling other things. You had a strong reaction just now. Yes, yes. He was thinking out loud in his <laughs> eyes. We both caught you. Were you <laughs> we look we're like, wait, are you? Am I okay? No, but you, it, oh. you did have a reaction. So is it relatable what I'm saying? It's relatable because I've I've heard it and seen it many times. Fortunately, mm-hmm. I maybe it was because I you know got married at an older age and became a father at an older yeah. age. So you were ready. I really embraced the whole process. Um, so to me, it was a blessing all along, and kind of it still is till today. Like I, I've thankfully my wife Nora, I have never experienced yeah. any type of negative emotions or feelings uh, aside from obviously you go through initially you just want to make sure you're doing everything right but that's part of postpartum what's right Post- postpartum doesn't have to be a bad <laughs> negative experience it's just adjusting to the situation some people could really pull themselves out of it but some men and women really go deep and that mm. i was one of those women that went down it was yeah. really really hard especially battling it by myself and I was in grad school or anything, so I was like learning about all the emotionals and whatever I was experiencing on my own. And double whammy, both so, at the same time. Yeah, divorce and that. It was really, really tough. So the divorce happened while your child was, was he one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I just got, got up my kid and went back to my dad's house. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was really hard. Did, that, it was did you pay family. rent from the other place at least? What? <laughs> What place? Some poor landlord didn't get the rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my God. I, luckily, I didn't have that See, issue. See, everybody has their own perspective. But yeah. you gotta, no you gotta bring notice. humor to it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. You have to bring humor to it, or else you know nobody would survive. No, there's on this no planet. humor to it. I was just making sure the landlord got paid. When you don't pay rent, it's horrible. I think he did. I'm, I'm sure he kept the deposit. <laughs> You, you know, what I've experienced through life with dealing with so many people, and uh, it's it's usually people suffer negatively from whether it's a positive or negative um, event in their life. It's due to the fact that their expectations are not in place. Yeah. It's not, they don't have realistic expectations. So, Did you listen to my podcast? <laughs> is that what it is? 
Because that's exactly what I talked about. Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, expectations. No. Yeah, expectations in marriage. And I didn't mean to cut no. off, cut you off, by uh, the way. I was well, so I'm rude. Used to it. But Shh. no, man. I'm used to it. You had to go there. <laughs> Do you know who sits in front of this guy? <laughs> As soon as this thing gets turned off, really? both of them are like, going to say, hey, you were cutting us off today. Oh, my God, Eddie. You're, you're okay. supposed to be a therapist. You're supposed to we have therapy you. sessions after the podcast every day. Really? Yeah. You have three patients. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Be- because I, I, you know, I, I, I've been a, uh, I, I've loved always studying human psychology mm-hmm. and how we make decisions. And one of the key factors that I've learned throughout the years from, you know, probably late teens was it's not what happens to us. It's how we allow it to affect us. And mm-hmm. that's part of. You, like you said, you could have a child and it, technically it's considered the biggest blessing in your life. But yet you can have such a negative reaction to it because your expectation was, well, I'm still going to get to go out and ha- smoke hookah every night with my friends. <laughs> no, you can't anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to now mm-hmm. time things and yes, you know, adjust to lo- the change. Exactly. A lot of sacrifice, compromise. And, uh, and if you're not ready for yeah. that, then, of course, you're going to be disappointed. Same thing for a mom. If you yes. if you were used to going out shopping whenever you want or, you know, going to Starbucks with your friends, you no longer can do that. Absolutely. Um, you can eventually a little bit, but that life is by, that's a different chapter. You close off and you move forward. Yeah. And, you know, also a paranoia kicks in of, you know, oh my God, what if I do something wrong? Then you start thinking about like no. the future, right? Which gives you so much anxiety. The what ifs. What if, mm-hmm. what if this happens? What if, what if they don't go to college? What if they get into drugs? And oh my God. Yeah, the what if factor oh is just, God, is just way horrid. too much. You're going gonna to lead yourself to depression it's with the gnarly. what if factor. You know what's the weirdest? Stay present, what if guys. Factor Stay for present. Me? Yeah. What if factor for me? Hmm. What if my kids don't speak Armenian? What if my kids... What if? Yes. Uh, you can't. You can't the, That's you a can't. lot of what ifs that at this age, I'm like, I should <clears> shut up. What do you mean? <laughs> no, but but uh, you can control all those things. You yeah, can. You everyone. Can. Everyone's. Your, I've, I'm we a, generalize so much. I don't much. even believe in people needing the help that they get outside. Right. But that's just for help myself. From what? A psychological help that people get. I personally, I feel like everyone could talk to themselves, and that's one of the ways to help yourself. How much, but, Ed? Uh, How much? Do, when people go and get help, I'm not against it. I'm not. No, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't. Here's get help. the issue, no. though. You have to accept the fact that you don't know what you don't know. Meaning. That's why you go to a professional. Why, why do you go to an attorney or a CPA? Why mm-hmm. don't you just you do know, deal with taxes, your own legal do, issues, yeah, your yeah. own taxes? Your car breaks down, fix it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Why do you need professionals? No, no, no. You, I'm not against people going. <clears throat> it's just for me, maybe I'm where my like a lot I of things you. are simple for me. You're so not at you that. You're, Ed, you're, you're not at that point you. yet. That's the thing. And I mean, God forbid you're not... I know, God forbid. Yes, good point. Good point. But you shouldn't be at that point. You have to be proactive about it. Here's the thing. Everybody's life is different. There's people that might think that, you know what... Oh, I'll never need a. I'll never need to go to a psychiatrist or psychologist or therapist. You'll you'll say that, but then as time is going on, you know, you're going into the what if factors, depression, anxiety, and this and that, and then you kind of try to talk your way out of it to yourself and you don't open up to Mm -hmm. your loved ones next thing you know it's like you know what you're having panic attacks you're having anxiety attacks like shit what the hell's going on it's yeah sleepless nights and you're like you know what maybe maybe it is time to go talk to somebody and kind of vent out but see that people don't know what's happening but But that's where i disagree though i don't think you need to wait to get to that point there's nothing wrong that's right no 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 no. i'm not saying there is i'm saying that there's people out there that think that you know what they don't need to but mm-hmm. in in reality it's like catch it while it's early but that's what he's saying 
I'm, I'm saying right? what, what I'm saying catch is it before it gets deeper it, into the. That's the thing. You don't have to catch anything if you're proactive about it. Same mm-hmm. thing. It comes to when it comes to uh, your own health. Go get checked up. Be proactive about it. Don't wait until you have blood pressure or high cholesterol or whatever else. But how could you do that with mental health? Are mental, you trying to say mental health? Meaning, like for example, mm-hmm. I, I I live a I love my life. I live a beautiful life. I I'm grateful for <laughs> my <laughs> family. <laughs> no. I'm grateful for my business, my family, my friends, everything. Health, but health. But do I have problems in life? Yes, I do, like everybody else. Yeah. But I still go to a therapist that I trust. Not necessarily. If I, the term therapy sounds like you need help, it's more so about. I, I listen to the Tony Robbins That's exactly and everybody. What I'm tr- I hear you every day. But I still go to him a few times a year just to have a discussion, whether it's regarding business expansion, whether it's regarding partnership, whether it's just regarding how blessed I feel and how should I approach the next stage of my life. You you know, it's not about, well, now I'm depressed. Should I go see somebody? No, you're right. You're right. And I was going to get to that. Good point. It's about, you know, going to a place where there's a safe space. Basically. And you don't always have to talk about your negative experiences. It could be about something happy you did and you just can't share it with anyone else. But you just want that privacy in that space to, you know, go through your feelings and, you know, tackle some struggles that you're having in reference to business or whatever. So therapy, you guys, that, yes, it's, there's such a huge misconception about therapy, especially in our community, Mm -hmm. in the Armenian community, that it's a shameful thing. It's not a helpful thing. Gija is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So-and-so is going to find out. I'm dealing with a lot of Armenian clients right now like that. And it's so difficult for me when they bring their children in. You know what I do? I have them send the child back. I call the parents in. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure you go, shit. All right. So I'm like, okay, <clears throat> take your child home. You need to come with your husband. Like, what? Why do we? Don't you'll ask. Know, don't you'll ask. Know why. You'll know why. The problem and starts there. Thank you. You plant the seed. All right. So, and mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's arguments and disagreement, different parenting styles. One's spoiling, one's not. One's so, a- what do you do when the. Two parents are divorced at that point, and that's what the cause of this kid being at, in you, at your door yeah. is. And one or the other parent is not willing to sit down. What do you do then? You work with the kid, and you work with the parents Backwards, separately. I guess? Mm-hmm. But, but parents have to be involved. In it sense? makes my job incredibly difficult, you guys. Therapy is not just sitting down and listening. It's a lot of clinical mind work. A lot. Your mind, your brain does not think like a regular person. You have to think like a clinician. It's like switch off. But a lot of the times, the the mother in me, the human in me, comes out. You know, and it's there's a lot of counter transference. We call it. So it, it is. It's really hard because first you're seeing children struggling, and secondly you're you're having parents that are not really, you know, understanding seeing one another. And it's the most difficult thing. So I do a lot of psychoeducation in my cor- in my my sessions. It's not more like well, psychoeducation is therapy, but teaching them about the different parenting styles, the the negatives, the positive positives, and what happens when you don't you know co-parent <coughs> properly. As far as kids, what's at what age do you have? The kids? youngest right now I have is a ten year old. And is that an age where what's a proper age for a kid to see a therapist? Oh, I there's kids at our place that are four, four or five years old that are seeing a therapist because they're four just, or five. I mean, yeah, you, because could, they're threatening to kill themselves. What? Mm-hmm. Four or five? Mm-hmm. You use art and different things to mm-hmm. for them to express <clears throat> themselves because they're not five. Gonna, yes, 
How does I, a four I, or five I, year old know how to commit suicide? They know how to harm themselves, not necessarily go, but they know what to do to harm themselves, whether it's cutting or jumping off oh, the balcony or shoot. whatever. Oh, yes. Believe me. That's a weird fear. I, I was working at, I was actually completing my, my residency, what we call a practicum, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like residency. It's the same thing at BHC Alhambra Hospital, mm-hmm. which is a mental health hospital. And Don't I give too much of the no. information. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but yeah. I'll never. She understands HIPAA. Yeah. Because <laughs> yes. well, yes. we're the wise usually people come here and open up and say stuff. No, and, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I passed my law and ethics exam. I'm and good. then they ask us to del- delete the podcast. <laughs> delete the podcast, and we don't want to do names. that. You know? No, no. But I'll never forget the day that I had this five-year-old um, walking into the psych ward with with a cop, five-year-old, uh-huh. like hand in hand, and I was just like, "What is going on?" Like, oh, he, you know, he threatened to kill his parents, so he was, you know, brought to the. The child children's unit. Okay. So, what's going on? All right, Sorry, it was it's 2020. Okay, guys. 2020. 2020. So, there's something going on, right? Everybody, like, you guys, on your phones, take a screenshot of this because right now, on military time, and this happens once in a lifetime. Right now, it's 2020, 2020, 2020. Yes. Basically, so this is a once in a lifetime kind of uh, thing. This you'll you're never gonna. No, s- nobody will ever see it again. Yeah, nobody's gonna no. see it. So if you have military time on your phone, uh, just literally take a screenshot because this is something where yeah. it's a once in a lifetime. That kind was of thing. so special, you guys. The only other people that I've seen it was back in 2010. So what are we manifesting? At 1010, <laughs> we gotta go buy a lottery something. to get everybody money. Money is good energy. Could do a lot of good things with health. money. There's nothing wrong with with. I'm you going know, with the health aspect. Health, money, happiness, good mental health, health for our family and our kids. Yeah, yeah for health sure. Health and prosperity. Well, it's over now. Yeah. <laughs> it's 821. <laughs> <So>, it's <laughs> over. Finished. That's it. Before we... <laughs> I took a screenshot, though. We've got a lot of great comments. Let me read yeah, some we've of got the a comments. Oh, yes. Yeah. I would love yeah, we to have hear. A ton of stuff coming um, please. Ara, Ara says it's, it's, it's kind of a funny, but yet true to an extent. He says, alcohol fixes everything in moderation, but I promise you it does. Uh, it does. Coping skill. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was trying to say. Um, Christina says, that's when you accept you need help. People generally don't think they need anyone's help or advice. See, this this is, is That's true. what I was going back to yeah. when, I, when I was this saying it. This is true. Ani uh, Simonian says, therapy is someone going to talk to uh, that feels safe, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And she also uh, says that single parenting is better than two parents with different styles. So if... Yes. if, if like what she's probably referring to is if there, it's an unhealthy marriage. Correct. There's then, statistics done right? on that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, uh, you know, children of single parents are a lot more healthier than children who are in. Healthier in what aspect? Mental health or mental health? Because and they're more successful. Just not all. Because this doesn't oh. go for all. But this is just because there's a lot of controversies in family and children see it, so it affects them when they see mom and dad. You know. Do you think culture has to do with the divorce? Uh, like. I feel like some white people can have a divorce and stay friends for the sake of their child. That just doesn't work in 99% Co-parenting of the time doesn't exist. In, yeah. mm-hmm. But I, I and my Armenians ex have such good that. co-parenting skills. I mean, yeah. I have to be really, really grateful for that. He's, he's very, you know, he's, we're good. So he is. You guys are good co-parents, basically. Excellent co-parenting. I mean, there's you're going to have moments. Just because you're divorced doesn't mean you you cut that person. You still have a child you have to care for. Of course. So you have to communicate, and you have to find the right way to communicate 
And this is the thing that most most women struggle with, most single parents struggle with, because it's always about going after them yeah. and the fights and, you know, like, oh, you know, trying to, like, hurt that person. You got to put that aside. You know what I think it is? At the end of the day, you're only hurting your kid. Because what you're doing is exactly. dad is this or mom was this. Oh and it's like, God. and what is this kid thinking? This kid is only thinking negative things. And imagine the toll it takes on a kid when they become a yes. teenager. It's yes. like, oh, you know, my parents were like this. My mom thought my dad is this. Yes. Now it's like you can't you can't do that to your child. It's not you're not doing it to your ex thinking, oh, you're going to get back you're to doing them. it to your kid. You're doing it to your kid. Well, yes. think of it this way. Forget about the child. If your dad came to you and talk bad about your mom and your mom about your dad today Even now with this you would confuse this, the shit out of me like yes i'd go crazy Weird. if that happened like i would seriously probably go crazy thinking mm-hmm. like what the hell's going on here yeah right? After 40 you years get... what's going on yeah. right. in <laughs> <laughs> no see, I, i'd probably end up doing an epstein on myself <laughs> but you'd be alive oh god oh my goodness yes, after 40 years yeah what happens what happened I don't know. His parents had an argument then. <laughs> not that, look, guys, there's nothing funny about it. I'm just trying to. You know, this is yeah. Not being but it, <laughs> no, you can't. Here's the thing: you, if you're gonna get a divorce, or if you, you know, your husband and wife, mom and dad aren't getting along, mom and dad don't get along to yourselves. Basically, yeah. don't get the kid involved in it. Oh, don't yeah, say anything don't to your kid. Yeah, don't tell. Don't put stuff in your kid's head as you know. Dad was a bum. He wasn't working. Or <laughs> you know what's weird? Mom was a. They say those in what? Armenian. They oh god, <laughs> it sounds worse. <laughs> no, but here is my problem. get it. Oh my god. Let's not get this. Let's not get the neighbors involved. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh! See, but I think in our community, in our in our culture, divorces are just it's it's worse. Like Ed was saying, it's war. It's all out war. If you don't attack, you're gonna get involved. Yeah, I was an enemy for a long time. It's not about generation. Like here's what it is: if these two come to terms, both of them don't need to pay those damn lawyers that. Suck them dry till the last <laughs> penny's finished. I can vouch as soon for as that. both pennies are finished on both sides, that case closes. Yeah, yeah. Every time, yeah. both of them, as soon as both bank accounts are empty, <laughs> the case is all closed. of a sudden it's irreconcilable. You could be so cordial. God, divorce doesn't have to be so dramatic. Yeah. Now, but it here's doesn't. the thing: one side, as soon as one side starts going after more than they deserve, mm-hmm. then it gets out of hand. Yeah. That's the problem. Because they don't look. You got to do what's right for the child. Now, and when people, people miss that point, the, when parents in front of me talk bad about the person they just divorced, oh, I yeah. tell them, "You had a kid with that person. Yeah. How do you have the right to talk." Right? You're, you, honestly, it's like you're berating your own character. Did Honor- you marry that person? You married like, that person. What do you mean? There's a misunderstanding. There's a misunderstanding. There's no point to you know badmouth anyone here. Come you know on. what it is about our culture as well? I've noticed it and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of divorced parents. And, I deal with okay. a lot of yeah. The in-laws or the parents of the uh, of the husband and wife get involved as well mm-hmm. and they, scr- and they add fuel no to the boundaries. fire. Armenians have horrible boundaries. Well, I shouldn't say Armenians. So it's like not not okay. all. But, but most have poor boundaries because it's cultural. Like Everybody's meshed. Yeah. Everyone's in each other's lives. Yeah. So here you are, like, you know, you get married and you're this new girl. You're all of a sudden, okay, you guys can't come over at 10 o'clock. We don't drink tea with khurma. You know, like, you know boundaries. What, you Your mother's going to be like, what? 
missing Chawsum, right? Like, no way. Yeah. You know what so trips me out is when guys have a woman that lives with them after a divorce, like literally three months after a divorce, they have a new wife oh, new living woman. in there. Oh, house. no, that woman was there a while ago. Yeah, they just, they just definitely. Moved. But the problem is that new one disappears no six months later. No That's when it gets weirder. You know what's even weirder? Like Very. The new ones. Thanks for hitting that no, point. Like Kevin Hart's <laughs> current wife. <laughs> Very relatable. You know, Kevin Kevin Hart's current <laughs> wife was his ex-girlfriend while he was married to somebody else. Oh, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Kevin Hart. Okay, Kevin comedian. Hart's current wife, wife was his side old, chick. When was he was her, married. yeah, was his mistress when he was married to somebody else. Oh, oh shit! Wow. And then now she's pissed off that he cheated on her. Like, well, you were the what other you mistress, expecting? so why, what? What do you, you think was going to happen to you? I mean, were you any better or different yeah. than the other one? Yeah. Come on, you just gotta see who you're living with. Sorry, yeah. Kev, I had to go there. Right, yeah, we'll tag we you. We love you. <laughs> we By the way, we wouldn't mind you on the podcast. <laughs> But but it's it's true. It's Ted, important. Do you know how. why he would want him on the podcast? Why? That'd be the only guest you guys would be at. The same shorter, time. shorter than him. <laughs> I'm actually taller. You'll yeah, be taller, taller than him. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Absolutely, yeah. So it's yes. bash me with my height. I'll see. I'll make an appointment <laughs> with you next week. <laughs> He's gonna need your help. <laughs> Write a book for men, my God. No. I should. I've been getting that no, a lot lately. But I, I have a lot say, of dads follow my page. As too, far as this book goes, it's a great gift for men to buy their ladies too. They do. Yeah. They do. Got a lot of girlfriends of mine that brought it for their girlfriends who are mothers. So it's it's on Amazon. It's I sold know, worldwide. I was saying men should buy men it for should. their women for Valentine's Day. That's a great it's coming gift up. Idea. Please yeah. don't get your your wife a the therapy book it's for Valentine's. No, it's not part of it. You can put this in a package with chocolate. <laughs> We're telling and, the therapist you know. it's not therapy. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. only good for you know. It's you know, if you only include this with maybe diamond necklace, yes, that would be great. buy something else on top of it. Stuff some chocolate in there. <laughs> Stuff. A massage gift card or something. There you go. Put as lava a, shark inside. As <laughs> <laughs> hey, women like their tattoo lava shark. Come on now. Yeah, I don't think it's offensive if you buy for Valentine's no, Day. No, no, I'm kidding. You're it's asking beautiful. them to kind of talk yeah. about themselves, and because sometimes maybe they don't even feel comfortable sharing, sharing certain things with you as their husband. But this is also a good way to start communication because yeah. if sometimes you're not really understanding or she can't really relay her emotions, you can just read about it. Yeah. Some people take this to therapy and they talk about it. Uh, does anyone believe being alone can be therapeutic? No. Depends. That's self-care, yeah. When you get overwhelmed with family and kids, you want to spend See, some time Some alone. of the stuff in here isn't really like... Like, would you would think to be depressing? See, Ferg says, uh, being the being the school blank. I felt you could say like being the school's class clown. Felt mm-hmm. you know, yeah. felt great. I made it's not everybody as traumatic laugh. as you think. Yeah, so it's kind <laughs> of it has its ups. What and if it has you were the downs. what if you were the school's pimpliest kid? Well, see, there then that's then what I'm saying. It that. has its ups yeah. and downs. Come on, like there's a lot of things to think about. Just because you look cute doesn't mean everybody. By the way, what high school did you guys go to? Glendale High School. All of you guys? No, I went to Hoover. Hoover. I'm a Burbank High girl. Oh, right. You're honor yeah. student. Oh, you're in the crowd with the three other honor students. Well, okay. All AP valedictorians. Right? Oh my god. Harvard. Yeah, I drove right. by it a few times. <laughs> it's like no, the street Harvard. Well, your kids, your kids will Harvard. go there. It's like that Armenian meme. It's all now Sundal graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> uh, are you getting any interesting comments? There? Oh, we're getting a ton of comments. What? A lot of a lot of love from Louisa as well. Yes. <clears throat> uh, uh, go ahead. Good. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Ani also says yes. Shame is a hood, a huge factor, not love. Hood. You went there real quick. Huge factor. <laughs> huge. Um, huge. 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 Yeah. Uh, and 
I, I think when I was um, reading some statistics about years ago about mm-hmm. just overall marriage and divorce and all that, humility was actually at the time, I don't know if it still is today, was even above finance and infidelity for the mm-hmm. uh, for reasons for divorce was humility, meaning that um, how would you describe humility in a marriage? I don't know. Well, okay. So humility would be basically putting down your partner, mm. not praising them enough, only pointing out the negatives. Why didn't you do this? How come this is not tidy? How come that's not that? Versus just like they teach us to do with kids, right? Mm. Positive reinforcement mm-hmm. or with your staff or with everybody else. I think people become way too comfortable when they're married and now they think, well, I can get away with anything. But see, it's <clears throat> I can't. Okay, I can't talk on that because okay, so that's it's a little bit tricky for me because depends on how you're saying it. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying because people take it differently nowadays, people tend to be very sensitive because you know we're resiliency is dropping as we're getting older. And but, Trump's president, so that's affecting. That's true. Everybody. This is true. <laughs> Did I just say that live? Ah! <laughs> go go on it. Okay. <laughs> You can disregard um, all we'll, the political yes, comments. Yeah, take we'll, that out. We'll edit that out. But um, I don't know. I guess it, you <laughs> know. Edit. We're going to edit. Yes, please do that. By the way, PTSD, because all throughout high school, I was traumatized edit. with, edit, fix your credit. Are you serious? Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Now you got us going oh, on edit, gosh. fix your credit. Edit, fix your credit. How's your credit, by the way? Actually, that's a um, great idea for a company. You should start edit. I'll fix, fix your credit. Oh, God, you guys. Seriously. No, seriously. <laughs> great I can see the billboards <laughs> now. Bro, you know, <laughs> edit fix your right credit. You need credit report. Yeah. I'm a therapist. No, you could there. You could you could talk to I'll them why their credit name. went bad. <laughs> you can do your therapy charges off yes. the credit repair charges. Oh my Baba. goodness, you how about, Baba. How about says. we learn to let her finish one thought before we interrupt her again? <laughs> Sorry, Sorry that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah or no? No, I was just going to say. You know, I guess uh, you know it, it depends on how you you have the right to state your opinions in marriage. Right. And I guess it's it's the way we 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 express ourselves. So if you're going to, I don't know, what are some of the examples you just brought up? Put your put your partner down for what though? Let's let's talk about that. What she didn't set the table correctly. It could be yeah, okay. setting yes. table okay. or laundry. So, okay, or is that putting your partner house, down though? If you may. were to like put it like. I don't know. Depends how you phrase it, though. <laughs> Thank you. Because you have to think about this. Thank when you. you're talking to a coworker or somebody that could end up, you know, becoming a liability in your life, <laughs> how do you, you, you think more so? Of course. Right? Anyone you're very mindful than your of what comes out of your com- mouth. Could be a liability? No, hold on a sec. Uh, no. <laughs> what is this? No, no, no. <laughs> it's not about, well, now you're thinking of other things. Yes, it could become I a liability. Did you understand, right? But my point is, you think two, three, four times, even when you're speaking with your parent yes. or a coworker. You're very mindful of what comes exa- out of your yes. mouth. Yes. Versus with a spouse, you can be very impulsive and say something. And you they, know, they already know you. They they let things slide more than but other do people they, would. But do or, they? Yes. That's the thing. Depends. Yes. It depends. Wait, 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 that's, you feel that, that amount way. of sliding, is deter- that would determine <laughs> how strong that relationship depends is. Depends how much you've pushed that button, though. If, you're, if your wife constantly yeah. tells you... You know, you're a bum. You're not doing this. You're not doing. Is it Eventually, it's going to affect you. Or, you're not going to get both ways. Is she suppressing it? Right. No, both ways. 
100 percent both ways. I never ways. said it's one way. Yeah. Everything's. It is. I just way. think that there's a way to communicate things. If you don't like the way your wife set the table, you have every right to to tell her that. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, honey, I feel you know, I I use eyes instead of because when you go at someone with the you, it automatically puts the brain into defense mechanism. Well, when you say I and they say, well, if you think this, do it yourself. That makes things a little difficult. Because you never want to so do it yourself. That's why it's right? important to to seek therapy, <laughs> so you guys can learn how to communicate with one another. But I mm. statements are important. You know, I I feel like we we need to do it this way. What do you think, sweetie? Oh no no no, this is good. Oh okay, cool. Maybe next time we can try it the other way. It's you know, you gotta. Yeah. I don't know. I just, communication. This, the, the setting Allah the table. Zevka. Shot. Yeah. My my, uh, brother, my brother's calling. How funny. But uh, there's there's a way to, and his name is Vano. Well, I know his name. Vano Jan, go on Facebook and watch the show. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, such a high not that's name, right? Seriously. I love my brother's name. But um, yeah, no, definitely, you have every right to tell your wife how you feel. You have every right to tell your children your opinions. You, just because it sounds offensive doesn't mean you shouldn't communicate it. But yeah. they've got, you know, what works for my families. We like to have the kids go to bed and then we have then a fifteen fight. minute talk. <laughs> no, a fifteen minute relaxation talk. <laughs> Well, it could be an argument. Then we have That's the fight. Do you guys think it's wrong to have arguments in a relationship? No, no. it's not wrong. No, if, it's you, if you don't ar- no. argue, that means you don't give so, a exactly. about each here other. Here are the statistics as far as um, divorces, uh, re- divorce re- reasons. Uh, lack of commitment is number one. So mm-hmm. the cheating spouse. Wow. Uh, yeah. Arguing too much is number two. Infidelity is number three. <clears throat> and it, it was funny. We had this conversation with Anna Hachikian mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago. We had a little segment about it. Um, basically, if if you, you were mentioning it, if you don't want to have kids and you're married, that's fine. But infidelity is number three. So basically, it's, it's true. If you're married and you want to have kids, it can what's, lead to... What's number one? Lack of commitment. So do you guys know the six human needs? Tony Robbins talks about this. This is his big research. So mm. what are they? Okay. You tell us. So number one is certainty. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Why do we experience it? And this is actually really great for the viewers to kind of take notes on it too because it's really, really important take factor. Notepads. Take your notes, everybody. Krish Never give this to an Armenian man. He'll use it as a balot thing, bro. Seriously? By the way, that's not how I speak Armenian. <laughs> 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 At home only, because, you know, the Hainadarts accent kicks in. But you know what? <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. We will what? do it at home. It's, you know the VDB, Incha? What is it? The VBDG? Oh, I was saying that to Serge the other day. I'm like, if somebody were to hear the VBDG, we're like, what the hell did you say? Serge and my brother are best friends, by the way. I've known Serge since he was like a little kid. Which Serge are you talking about? The Brazilian. Brazilian. My son goes to jiu-jitsu too. Same place? He kicks hormones ass every week. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen the videos. Yeah, he's he's a very hardworking man. I've known Serge since he was a little little kid. Come to my house all the time. So you were were saying the six, what was it? Yeah, so the six, so certainty. One of them is certainty. What does certainty provide? Mm -hmm. Certainty, right? So when we have anxiousness and anxiety, you know, what is the, the main thing that we're looking for is comfort, the knowing, right? The what if. We want to know what that what if is. The answer to the what if. Yeah, so that's certainty. We want we want to make sure that we know our surrounding, we, we control everything, we know what's happening. We want a sense of certainty. And when we don't have that, our words our, our worlds rock a little bit. It creates a little bit of anxiousness, right? Correct. The second is uncertainty and variety. So the 
when we're talking about infidelity, infidelity, which is what number three, three. you know, why do you, this is a huge question. It's going to get a lot of you know people talking, but why do women and and men cheat on one another? Mm. Well, <laughs> why is there infidelity? Why do they cheat on each other? Why, why? is there infidelity? Why? Oh, uh, we think. I mean, we've we've talked about this several times. Well, Edgar's. Edgar's like on the fence of it, but <laughs> like Edgar, we say oh, Edgar's well, work. Oh, Ed- I don't Edgar. Edgar. Know. That's going to be <laughs> no, here's the thing. defensive. Ed- no, no, no. Ed- I mean, uh, this not uh, like defensive, a, but I, no. But I, we've talked about this many, many times. Armwood and I agree that men cheat for just the physical hell of it, purpose. physical purposes. Women will cheat because of emotional reasons. So variety, okay, which is the number two need. So uncertainty and variety. When so you don't want... have change, when you're stagnant and you're too certain, you become bored. Then you're not interested in things anymore. You're, you're searching for change, variety. So that's the second need. That's why it's very important to balance your life with uncertainty and uncertainty. So you get a good mixture, so you're, you're content. Does that make sense? And we're not saying all men and women cheat because of boredom, but uncertainty plays a huge role in a person's life because it provides you to grow. It provides you know, for you to learn. If you're too certain, then you become cocky. Then you're called a narcissist. Then you disconnect from people. Then you don't want to you know, learn more. You become complacent. Yes. So the third need is significance. How important it is for you to feel significant. So if you're not getting significance or acknowledged, you're constantly searching for that validation and that oh, attention yeah. from people, even from your wife. You'll pretend you're sick just to get her, you know, to make you feel like you're significant enough. People right? do that with their parents, too. That parents, doesn't have to be. Yeah, a I have a lot yeah. of borderlines. I have a lot of, well, not a lot. I have like four borderlines I'm working with, but they're constantly, they love the victim chair because it provides a sense of purpose. It provides certainty. Yeah. I mean, um, significance. Oh, honey, are you okay? Oh, but you don't know. you feel there's much more behind it when you there see is, that? There is. Psychologically, there's, a lot there's yeah, of course. But look, I think compliments are one of the most important things. Like I tell my wife them. all the time, there are days where, you, baby, you, look, you know what? You look great today. You yeah. look beautiful today. That's uh, lovely. Like just for the just for the health. Why you, why you do this is because mm-hmm. not only because you mean it, mm-hmm. guys. I'm not saying this. It's like just, but it's it gives your wife that confidence as well. Do you like hearing it at the same time? Of too? course, they love of hearing course it. Like, they do. Literally, what a human doesn't. don't you? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. No, right? like I, I complimented his shoes on Facebook today. Of course, he did. You did, and he felt great friend. about it. I felt it. great. It made my day, and then I got what, some what <laughs> terrible. <laughs> only have to come with families jobs too don't you want your you know boss to recognize your hard work or your employees you know just it's, right. it's all it's all around number four is love and connection mm-hmm. how important is love and we're not just talking about you know like sex or physical connect but connection with other like human beings like you know friends and family members and if that's missing and you don't have a support system of course you're going to be placed in an uncomfortable position of, you know, oh, my God, what am I experiencing? This feels awful. Number five is growth. Meaning? If you have too much certainty, are you going to want to grow? Oh, that's true. You're not going to want to grow. So that's why uncertainty, certainty, like everything is correlated. Everything mm. you need, you need these this six in order to feel content. They, not they all balance each six. other We're out. We're going to go through it. Okay, We got five so far. Yes. And number six is contribution. See, what you're doing right now, you're contributing. Yeah. To who? Society. In a good way or? Well, to some. Do you view your podcast a bad thing? (laughs) Of course it's great. You're you're contributing knowledge. You're bringing people to the show 
and you know people are other people are noticing and they're you know so it's a huge contribution aren't you contributing i mean outside of podcasts are you not working as a father, what are you contributing right. for your children or for your wife? So these six needs are super essential. And when people report depression, anxiety, you know, whatever, it's because the six something exactly yeah. something's yeah. missing. Can you can, I can so just a, a question. A, a life. Yes. Uh, sorry. So we've had this question come up a couple of times. What? Why are you smiling at you? Go ahead, Arno. Go ahead. It's an inside No, the same thing where we talked about the cheating thing. Oh, the cheating? Let's ask her opinion on it. Yeah. I mean, what what would you... May I take a quick restroom break while you guys... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had too much water today. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead, go ahead. Go to the other room, bro, and take this cup. I forgot to wear my diapers. Make sure you take the microphone. You guys didn't even offer me coffee, by the way, but whatever. Are you serious? I did offer you coffee. You said, no, just water. Yeah, we offered coffee and water. You said water. I even said, what temperature water? You said gold. Yeah, speaking of Golden Singham, Andy. Andy, <laughs> congratulations, Andy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, we talked about it and we've said it. And what are your takes on it? We say that women cheat based off of emotion. Men will cheat, well, basically just for physical reasons or, you know, to kind of. I don't, I don't agree one, with that. One and done. There's no, there's no women cheat on emotion and men cheat on physical. It goes back to your six needs. It could be either or. A woman could be, you know, attracted to some hot guy at the gym and yalla, you know, and vice versa. No, there's no. Now let me ask you this. Sure. Will a man? Okay. Armand and I talk about this as well. Did you guys fight about it? No, 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 no. We talk about it. We talk about it all the time. We never fight. What we say is, (laughs) Armand and I agree. We say that when a man cheats on a woman. It's not as bad as when a woman cheats on her man. The man will take the cheating woman more emotionally and will take it harder than if a, a man were to cheat on his wife or his girlfriend or fiance or whoever it is. The woman won't take it as bad. I don't agree with that. You, know, you, you get what I mean? I do. Are you trying me? You, you, what you're trying to say is like it's worse when women do it. It's worse when a woman cheats on cultural. her husband. No, no, no. I don't think it's cultural. Of course it is. No, no, no. I think it's actually... Armenians take that so hard. It's our species. I mean, that too. It's the the human species. There's no... You know, it's it's bad either way. Uh, Absolutely. It's awful. No, here's the thing. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It's just looked at differently when women do it. Uh, Not only that, it's because... You're the mother of my kids. How could you? No, 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 no. It's more of like a man is more territorial. I'm the father of your kids. That doesn't exist, No, no, no. Guys, listen. It's more of like a territorial thing. It's like the husband is like, okay, I'm the man. I'm supposed to be providing... Women are more territorial than men. extremely territorial. Well, thank you. You you came in just in time. We need we, Arno needed your help on this one, bro. <laughs> no, I'm saying that men are more territorial. It's like if the wife, it's like, what did I do wrong? Uh, this is my wife. This is I, I didn't, so it's I, okay for the wife to blame herself when the husband cheats, but the husband cheats. It's okay. Let's just move no, 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 on. No, here, it's not I'm a big just, deal. No, I'm not How? saying I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm not let's advocating hear you cheating. Out. Let's hear you out. What are you trying? Understand to Understand this. I'm not advocating cheating again. What I'm saying is a man will take it harder when the wife cheats on him, whereas a woman won't take it as hard well, if the, the husband cheats. Well, the man has a stronger ego than a woman. Of course. Yes. <clears throat> of course. That's what, that's what I mean. It's because then they're going to question his manhood. There you go. Exactly. What kind of a man are you that your woman cheated on you? There you go. 
So it, it's it, it, it hits it hits the ego harder. So it hits but, below the belt. You, but, but with, see, see, here's you the thing. You couldn't satisfy though. her. You couldn't provide for her. <laughs> right, right. Dude, it, but then like, it's the same thing for women, though. Same thing. It's like, same oh, thing. you could. You're not. You know, you probably weren't looking hot enough, or you weren't doing this enough. Did so you have the lingerie I, on? Yeah. It's, How it's, do you know if you had that last? But again, but as far as for who takes it harder, I I would have to say men. Come on, come on. Maybe, maybe I've seen like uh, okay. So in practice, I think it's the practice, same. Yeah, I think I think men take it harder as far as the ego goes, but emotionally, women become more destroyed. Women are destroyed for a longer time. I think a woman could bounce back hard. No, 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 no. Hundred percent. A man will bounce back from that. Are you quickly. kidding? We just talked about it. Men get married at three months after a divorce. Yes. And I've seen it so many But nowadays, times. women yes, will do the same thing. But women become, women become, they have a lot of you trust guys, issues. Not that okay. men don't either. If the man, hold on. If the man, if the man basically didn't love his wife, didn't enjoy his wife, didn't like his wife around, and he cheated on her, and he bounced back, that's different. But if a man loved his wife, cared <laughs> for his wife. Different? His facial expressions are If a so man strong. loved his wife, cared for his <laughs> wife, and the wife cheated on him, I guarantee you he's not going to bounce back in three months, bro. He's going to be an emotional wreck. I but th- so are women, though. This is, you can't, mi- look, you cannot mess with someone's heart. Either way, heart's going to be broken. And it depends how the person's going to take the, you know, the news. Some men bounce back right away. Some women are traumatized. Like I particularly, I am, it's hard for me to date because I have a lot of trust issues. So I think, it's there difficult. you go, buddy. What would, what would probably, <laughs> and it's been five years. What would probably, uh, maybe, see, uh, it's not that you're right, Mr. Gorkit. See, see, yeah, <laughs> both of you are right. Every time we get a girl coming in here, I ask that question. <laughs> what do they say, though? So if, they... if we can see the statistics or in terms of if, if a woman... What tell, are, me what, tell me what to Google. Okay, if, if women cheat, does the marriage still... Are you on Google? Of course I'm on Google. Yeah. Women yeah. cheats, the marriage is over, You need correct? a more evidence-based... Well, that's what I want to know. And if the man Pro-quest. cheats, there is a chance it survives? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, in my opinion... What does that say the about ma- the woman? Now, any strong woman gets cheated on, they're going to leave the guy, no matter what. Yeah. Any <laughs> strong woman that represents something from within self-love themselves... Self-love Self-love, self-respecting mm-hmm. women... Mm-hmm. First time is too many times. Yeah, you're going to bounce. And I'm, and I'm not saying they shouldn't, but but I think more women stay in like an abusive marriage than men do. Because abuse has a cycle. Wait. And that whether that's infidelity or other sorts of abuse, physical, emotional, mm-hmm. mental, whatever, mm-hmm. women Financial. tend to... Yeah, everything. Women will stick it out more than a man would in mm-hmm. terms of... Because if a woman... For a man... like. Again, Arno and I agree on this because it's like, just like there's a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a um, stigma oh, and also uh, double standard between, well, has a girl dated and this and that before mm-hmm. she got married, whereas a guy, you could date everybody and their mom and nobody cares, right? Mm-hmm. You can date standard. her and the mom at the same mm-hmm. time yes, and no one right? cares. But so that's just <laughs> the way Jesus society Christ, has been. For, and... <laughs> Was I wrong? So off topic. Uh, and Why? that's it's the same way when Ed, it comes Ed. to cheating because, like we've discussed before, a man can cheat with, with zero emotions involved. That's not true. Yet. Yeah. I'm not that's saying not every, every man. Not every man, bro. But a lot of men can go out there, Wait, come home, and you're telling me a, a man happened. that loves his wife 
can yeah. literally go out there with a straight face, no emotions yeah. behind it. Yes. She can come home. Yes. yes. But, but even though Sorry. men get caught more Not because they're stupider. Not every man, but it's gone. Men get caught more than women do because men are stupid. They'll leave a trace behind. What? Say that again. No, I'm so just wait, wait, wait. That's <laughs> one of the reasons some men don't go that route is because they know they're going to get If you're living with a strong woman that is very alert. But they don't cheat you know, because you don't of the woman. Like they don't that. cheat because of the woman. They, they cheat, cheat because, because of the like, relationship. Exactly. It goes back to certainty and certainty. I guess nothing. if you're happy, you just don't think about it that way. No, Here's you do. Is. But there's so many happy men that think about it, Ed. It's 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 like that. Yeah. It's either learned behavior, calm. It's expected of it. Yeah. Do you, if you think don't, it's hereditary? No, I think it's learned. Seeing dad do it. Wait, wait, do you think it's hereditary? Do you guys think? It is? I think it's a no. g- uh, genetic no, no, no. curse. Maybe hereditary I don't know, is more of an excuse. It could yeah. be a learned behavior. Yeah, it's from mirror neurons. If you're seeing your father treat, exactly. I'm so sorry for my language, but if you're seeing your your father treat your mother like crap all the time, what are you gonna know? Like that's gonna be the norm for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or he never, you know, he comes home at midnight after work. He's Hamats or something. He's done. He's mm-hmm. done at eight, but he's home at midnight every night. Then come what, on, how, what do you think you're going? Yeah. You're either going to be mean, the yeah. extreme opposite, yeah, or most likely you're going to follow his footsteps. I mean, but if you've seen your dad at gatanas with another woman, then it's normal. <laughs> Right. <laughs> By the I way, you guys, say. my mom just texted me something really interesting. I forgot to Let's mention about the book. Um, my mom's like, talk about the time. So during my book release. Is mom watching, by the way? Yes. Hi, mom. Emma. Say hi, Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi, Emma Morku. Yes. She's watching with noise. Emma Hart. Emma Hart's my... My uncle's, uh, my uncle's kids call her Emma Hars. There you go. So anyway, um, there was a lot of fights. Not a lot of fights, but there's, there was people at my book release, a lot of men that were doctors, they were fighting with me. Like, this doesn't make sense. Who would want a journal, you know? And um, it was so interesting. This Why were one, they there? Yeah, well, I don't know. It was a book release. Everybody it was, it was a full house, but it was Beautiful event, but anywho, he got up and he's like, I don't get it. What's the point of journaling? I, I don't understand it. This is stupid. Psychology is, you know, there's no point, blah, blah, blah. And then there was this one man in the room. He literally stood up and said, I wish my mother had done this so that till today, you know, I'm 60, well, 67 or 77 years old. I could have had this book to read and like view my mother's emotions and that way I would have been more connected and to her. And ev- yeah, and everybody just like was crying during the book release. Like how amazing would that be for you to like keep this and like, you know, always remember your mom. Cheap and kind of and so he, a lot of people, a lot of the men that were purchasing the, this for their wives and they kept, you know, saying, can you write, Louisa, do this for your children. Uh, I don't know, Anush, do this for your grandkids. So Louisa is so getting a lot of attention today. I love Louisa. She just texted me. <laughs> is that your friend? Because all day I've been hearing Louisa. I don't know who we're talking Louisa about. Louisa is one of my, yeah, she's one of my I, bestest I think she's friends. Right yeah, Louise, Louisa is, she's on, she says, yes, I remember that man. So she was at yeah, the book she release. Yeah, she was, well. a lot of people were at my book release. Yeah, it was great. You guys weren't. Why aren't we invited? She's gonna you be were invited. It was all over. Yeah, I will have weeks. a second one, actually, Ed. I'm going to have a second one. Maybe we'll get invited to this one. Yes, and maybe, you'll bring maybe your wives. Maybe memoir, memoirs of a father. Fame thing is pretty cool, isn't it, guys? Incha? This wise nuts fame thing. 
Yeah. We're getting invited left and right. Is it getting to your head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please don't everything. change. Ed, Please don't change. Ed can't walk down the street with that. <laughs> I got more. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> but it's, it's interesting God. that you, you honestly, you become more recognizable. Like the other day I was at Bloomingdale's. Oh my God, you're that Monfident. I'm like, please say my name. What's my name? She's like, Monfident. I'm like, we didn't talk about where Monfident came yes, from. Yes, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh let's my do that. Goodness. Jill? So you, so you're you're no I was, that's the Fab Mom that's Fab Mom Momfident so did. your Instagram name is the is Momfident mm-hmm. so I mean what's behind that is it I'm I'm, I'm assuming confident yes okay mom and confident I kind of put two and two together but you're so smart go ahead please please <laughs> no. please smart. enlighten us he's the smartest with your oh, with smart. your with your Russian accent <laughs> Russian my boss is Russian by the way you guys she's great um. So Momfident is a woman who's been through a series of struggles and has overcome those struggles with no surrender. Hmm. Confident mother. Confident mother, yeah. So she's Momfident. It's a woman who has dealt with struggles as far as postpartum or, you know, marital problems or, you know, whatever. All of the above. All of the above. And she has conquered all her fears and her struggles and has, you know, made her way to Momfidence, which is confidence. But you got to be a mom how, to be confident. How important is validation in a, in a relationship, in a marriage? That's the, that's the third need that we were talking about. It's significance. It's very important. Okay. you got to validate each other's feelings. So if your wife's coming at you with stuff and she's angry, you should be like, oh, Elis <laughs> Kosati. You know, yeah. like, that's what, oh. But that just lasts a few years. And then after that, they just give up. What do you mean, Ed? Well, after 19 years, she gave up. What happens for you when you're not validated? <laughs> Talk about that. What feelings come up when what you're not? What is that? Not? Like, tell me what you're talking about. I can't about. relate to it. I don't know. Do shut love hide us. Don't I you, don't you want to be called that? Don't you want sometimes to hear and that? And I know it. I don't need anyone to tell me that. Don't. I'm confident. <laughs> no, really, Ed. Oh, come on. Ed. You see what we deal with this, every Monday? Ed. This guy's like a cave. You know what? I have people like this, though. Like, it's problem tuna. But it's for, you know. Problem tuna. Everyone does. That's so great that you do If you're able to but... see that other people in this life have problems, too, you don't need to take small things and blow it out of proportion. But it's a validation tuna night. If you didn't have it, you wouldn't be talking like that. So you have it. That's why That's you're content. True. That's true. So uh, you have a form of we, validation. We see you two hours once a week. That's true. Right? If during every show, one of us or both of us just kept on insulting you, how long do you think you'd be on the show? Is that... I don't know how long the I can answer that. <laughs> I can answer that. I can answer that. You want me to tell you? 40 episodes. <laughs> oh, my God. That was... Wow. I know that. <laughs> she knows. 40 episodes. I know everything here. Karasun. Karasun. You guys are horrible. But so. no, no, he's right. He's right. If every single, if or vice versa, if yeah. you were on the show and every single Monday we gave you verbal compliment, abuse. no, no compliments. Yeah. Uh-huh. Compliment. get boring. I hate compliments. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like okay, if you ones. give someone too know, many compliments, I know, I know. you're overbearing on what compliments. Like, no, just take every day. But imagine that's what you just like said like every, every Monday. Week, if like I came here every it. Monday and you guys were super nice to me, I come here for the little stabs of insult. It's more interesting. You don't to get me. enough on on the texts. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. do. That's even better, isn't it? No. Do I don't care what you're saying. Validation is incredibly val- uh, uh, valuable. That's yeah, you, when you have it, you don't understand how valuable. You can. So you thing. have it. That's why you feel yeah, like we can. mock. We mock each other all day long. We make fun of each other all day long. But you cannot dismiss the validation at the same time. If you bring up a good comment, we're like, yeah, that's 
Exactly. Or See, whatever it is. Wait, yeah. when I'm saying something and you're saying that's true, do you understand how nice that feels? Of course. And it's, that, it's validation. So it's, it's like, you know okay, I know what I'm is, talking about. For me, it's like understanding that you just said something that's true. But to myself, I would never consider that. I wouldn't think that far. Correct? That's yeah. what makes you a professional in what you do. Thank but, you for acknowledging that. See, what, you just validated me again. Of course. You we do, do it that on a daily basis because you learned that. That's a behavior that you learn in Definitely. your household. Okay? But it's part of being... Imagine if you were abused instead of that. You were taught the opposite. How awful it would be. Yes. You were... Comments? Woo! See, Christina says, well, it would be annoying if somebody was constantly acknowledging and complimenting. But yeah. Yeah, it would become fake. Yeah, like, we don't mean that you're walking around and your <laughs> spouse or whoever is constantly, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Oh, I get it. Then you'd be like, all right, shut <laughs> up. Like, this is getting annoying. Don't, <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, yeah. don't be gay. But uh, No, meaningful validation. Yeah, purposeful yeah. validation. Purpose, exactly. Therin, therin. So, so like if you're walking by your wife and you just like, you know, give her a love type on the butt, yeah. sometimes that could be a valid validation more than anything of course that's one of the best validations and we're gonna get into that that's our our next topic sex always a good topic i I was actually (laughs) (laughs) this is so interesting my friends were like edit you are so lucky that you're a therapist because it gives you an automatic invitation to talk about sex because therapists are all about that sex is incredibly important Mm -hmm. in our in our world in our clinical world oh in your world not no, in our world. Capaz, absolutely. How about our world? Your world too, but you're a clinical too. <laughs> you're a clinical or a clinician. You're a, you're a clinical mess. <laughs> oh my god! Knock on wood. I didn't oh see god. that, man. I just came up with the first part. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. Look at that. See, we're validating yeah. you. And you're such a smart young man. Oh, thank you, young man. <laughs> oh god! But hum- humor is a form of you know craving for validation too, though. By the way. So how and why is sex so important? Because it's a, it's a form of connection. Simple as that. That's it. That's the end of the topic. <laughs> Call it a night, young guy. All right, guys. That's I know it. you See were. You guys. They've waited an hour and a half for that topic. <laughs> that's it. We're going back to it's raising your kids. Wait, I'm getting, I'm getting text messages of what to talk about. Why is the one? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> no, Louisa saying, Archie, it, we'll talk it's, about it's, it's a need. It's a need. It fulfills your needs. It's It's... The third need, it's the most important. Nature. It's not the most important, but yeah, of course, it's, it's a need. Well, you know what? In some people's cases, it might be the most important. There are people who are basically... who One of that, the you most know, important. People, kids, you have five-year-olds masturbating. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I mean... You have it. Maybe younger. Well, uh, yeah. Two, what what two, most three. people don't know is Martin Luther King was a sexaholic. Really? Yeah. Happy, Happy Martin, Martin Luther <laughs> King Day, everyone. He was. No, you guys. Did no, we say happy MLK Day? He, he, yeah. There were oh points God. in his life where he was having an affair with as many Edita. as 40 women. Edita. Wow. <laughs> helps a lot. And the FBI it's was after him for that. Kalchitis Bonalin, I have a small head. Love, it's okay. Big brain, okay? These headsets are for Gungalooks. Gungalooks, sorry, my son. That probably made my mom crack up right now. She's probably laughing very hard. So, is it. The same level of important significance for a woman as it is for a man? Of course it is. Look, and sex is a form of validation too, by the yes. way. Mm-hmm. It's a form of acknowledgement and validation. So if you're, you know, you got a guy who's cheating on the woman, that's like a, a slap on a woman's face of you're not good enough. I'm not validating you or acknowledging you as a human being. Yeah. And vice versa too. 
So it's a, there's a lot of things tied with sex. It's not just, you know, physicality. <clears throat> people, hence, what do you say? Sex, people immediately go to the action. Right. Oh, okay, and they visualize it. No, it's not about that. There's more to it. There is? Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> let, let, me, <laughs> let me answer. And this uh, is why I'm a therapist. <laughs> let me answer Luisa's question. We'll get to that. Luisa's asking if I'm joking. I'm not joking about Martin Luther, by the way. Just so you guys know. <laughs> is this a statistic? There, there was no, a, no, Martin. Yeah, <laughs> there was a point in time where... MLK wanted to commit suicide, and I'll tell you why. Because the FBI had recordings of him uh, having affairs with so many women, and they oh sent goodness. him a recording of it and said, listen, there's only one way out of this. We're either going to expose this, or you know what you need to do. Are and, you serious? And he thought about killing himself because of it, yeah. Well, I've got to research that. I Didn't no he get idea. shot? <sighs> well, that's, yeah, that was the end of He Epstein himself. Yeah, but, but at, at one point, the FBI wanted him to pretty much kill himself, bec- and they were going to expose the truth about his infidelity. I'm not in any way disregarding what he did. His knowledge and his yeah. contribution, absolutely His contribution not. to talking about civil, life stuff. social matters, that's course, completely... very yeah, respectable. Yeah. But I'm just wondering... So he was a what, sex addict? Sexaholic. Yeah, so like it's a, sexaholic. a form of addiction. Yeah. By the way, you, you cannot be diagnosed with an addiction unless it's impairing your functioning. So people will say, I'm an alcoholic, I'm a gambler. It's not an addiction until it affects the functioning. You can't shower, you can't get out of the house, you can't eat because all you're doing is that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Kind of like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson had, you know, Mike Tyson had bodyguards around him. People love to throw that word around a lot, addiction. Tyson had bodyguards Mm -hmm. around him before fights to make sure he wouldn't, you know. Yeah, because you wouldn't lose the fight if he went at it. Right, you can't, in sports too, like, you know, basketball. I think mostly football. No, try soccer Like before the show, I can't. If I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I told you guys, come on, you're going to ask, you're going to get it. You walked right into that. (laughs) That was not difficult for him. He was like prompting in his own mind, okay, this is what I'm going to do and say. But see, like as far as sex is concerned, uh, this goes for men and women. If you don't get it at home, they're going to go out and get it somewhere else. Yeah, it's a need, you guys. That's why you have to fulfill each other's needs. You have to talk. You have to validate. You have to, you know... If if your wife is not wanting to do it, or if your husband, this is a, such an important conversation to have with your significant other of why, what's really happening. But most don't. They just brush it off and do their thing because it is an opportunity. Yeah. But why do you think it's so many people are afraid to even talk about it with their partner? Because it's a partner? taboo. We're raised that way. Look at it's look cultural, at our, bro. Look at look at how we're raised. I know certainly for me, uh, my parents are phenomenal parents. Hello, I'm a therapist. When mm-hmm. you get your kid in my, you know, you go, <laughs> gotta, girl, go, you ahead. go girl. I gotta validate my my Vosgen and my Emma for sure. Uh, they're great, but we, you know, growing up, this was not a topic in our household. And I think it's for a lot all of families. Of us, all you of us at this table. You don't talk about your 12-year-old kid going and, you know, masturbating. You're like, balasin, you know? No, that's like, yeah! You know what happens. Watch, mom, and that jungle what it means. I see chakotar boom, and then they're like, erech is hokeban imotarek, and like, it just becomes a mess. But that's natural. Why hokeban? Because we don't, uh, our, look, our millennials... We're millennials. I mean, we're all millennials, no, right? No, me and Armand are not. <laughs> what? You're not? Yes, you are. No. What year? I'm 40. What do you mean millennials? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm well, there never too. mind. I'm, I'm there how, too. How, how old are you? Don't insult me by calling me millennials. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an insult. It's a compliment. We're, we're, we're the last of the uh, actual solid Your generation. Your generation X. Okay, love. Yes, I'm 33, so I'm, I'm based technically a millennial. I'm 35, there so you. I'm the oldest. But... um. From you and I. Yeah. Well, millennials. Um, I'm the baby here, sorry. You are the baby. He still gets um, in trouble but, for touching you know, himself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so inappropriate. 
Harriet. Oh There's my a female goodness. here I said today, bro. What? Okay, um, <laughs> at least you could have said he gets in trouble. He gets he has to get carded at the liquor store or something. Well, I, yes, he had to immediately go there, Armand. But listen, no, for There's real though. There's an age limit for buying Trojans? Mm, what are you talking about, you Ed? Carded for? Alcohol. You drink? Almost kiss. Bye, Sintra. <laughs> Moving on. Full of vodka. But no, it's, it's an important conversation to have with your kids. Um, <clears throat> but I, you know, this is why a lot of, a lot of our children go and do things behind their parents' back and it just creates a lot of issues. So talk about it. There's nothing wrong. Especially nowadays, you guys, there's so many icky diseases. There's so many weird <clears throat> things. So have this conversation. There's nothing, you know, taboo about it. You know what? I, I think if I, had a, <clears throat> if I had a boy, it would kind of maybe be easier to talk to him. But, you know, having a girl, I think I'm going to leave that up to mom. But that's why you should challenge yourself and do it. Hell no. I because can't. coming no from way. death. Are you so difficult. Me? I'm in the same oh, I understand you guys. I that's do. something What's that we all... Talking to your daughter about Because it's a sensitive... Why? 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 Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're not talking to your daughter about sex. You're ta- teaching her about the dangers out there. That's the difference. See, you guys immediately go age? to the visuals. No, no. At what age? You know what it is? I wouldn't but talk to them. you couldn't talk to a Six year old when it's the right like twelve, thirteen is that's fine. No, you I don't. Will. I wouldn't talk. Well, to th- hink no. I wouldn't talk to them about it. I would like maybe like throw something out there every now and then, like see like family meeting. No, 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 no. Like if you were watching something on TV and like something happened, why like, would you watch that? Jesus Christ! <laughs> don't so, you, something. When we were kids, my parents would switch the channel. No, something happens on TV, right? Like, look, yeah, you see that? Don't be like that whore. I'll be like that. Then she'll be like, oh shit, yeah, I don't want to be like. You that say that? Yeah, I would say that. If she's you a teenager, if she's a teenager, no, but then that creates curiosity. Yeah. Uh, why? Oh God, no! Not, you know what? My plan just went down the drain within like five then don't, minutes. Then don't say it. So you, know, you have many years to get. No, there, no, I couldn't. Um, as, as a guy, I don't think you could have that conversation. It is uncomfortable, but that's why this is important. This communication coming from dad, the most safest person. Yeah. The most person who has the most knowledge about other men. Do you understand what yeah. you provide for your child? Well, my brother-in-law talked to my daughter about it, so everything just went down. Oh my goodness! Good for him. What's his name? Narek. Narek. Good job, Narek. I wouldn't trust Narek to talk to my son if he if was thirty. If I had a dog, I wouldn't let Narek show my dog. <laughs> so is he joking? But is he for real? Because that's my daughter's, such a he- my daughter's too. She doesn't know anything. No, I'm talking about your Narek. Yeah. Not Again, Narek. You. You said he talked to his daughter. No, his daughter. My daughter. Oh, my daughter. love. I got confused. He's, like, oh my God, that's such yeah. a huge milestone for a man. It really is. Because it's the toughest thing you can ever... Hold on. We, we have hope. She ignored him. Never mind. We have some funny comments, by the way. Of course, um, there's going to be funny comments instead of serious questions. <laughs> there's Nachi? a ton of comments. We're not going to get no, to everything. Do you know why? Do you know why? It's because it's a form of avoidance. People are incredibly uncomfortable. I, I, I challenge everybody out there to ask questions about sex. Yeah. I, I really do because it's really important. And, and if I, you have I, questions, ask us. We'll be more than happy to talk to <laughs> you. Armand's got plenty therapist. of experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. No, Armenians can't talk about sex openly. Like, comfortably. That's not true. I could do it. I just don't feel comfortable doing it. Can you do it in front of your parents? Okay. No. Okay then. <laughs> no, when I when I mean talk about sex, I don't mean gonna you know hot sexy seranin and like open up the conversation. No, like not like that. Barbecue being put on the table. So last night, not like that. But there's an appropriate time, and you don't need to have a sex talk with your parents. You need to have sex talk with your children. Just yes. a huge. Difference. Okay. See, Gary has a good thing. Gary says, okay, so what should we say? What should be the topic with our kids as far as 
have opening up that conversation. How would you open up to your son about so, something? So, like any, you know, any girls that you like, Vales? Like, you know, do you have any girlfriends? What's going on at school? Any anybody that you like particularly? Any girls that spark your interest? But we have daughters. Yeah, but okay, see, same daughters. question for daughters. So, What's so, honey, do you have any girlfriends? You don't have a girl. You don't have a daughter. You don't know. I have a my sister's, sisters. My sister's he twelve years mother. younger than me. I was practically. That's different. Uh, that's a brotherly instinct. No, you are very defensive. I could say this no. is what? an incredibly triggering topic for you. No, it's just it's, you want to. Yes, here's the thing: you want to make sure, especially nowadays with all this crap online, you want to make sure, especially if you have a girl, like they, you raise them correctly. You don't. Why is the sex talk uncomfortable? Because it's, I'm a guy and she's a girl. And I'm the father, and I don't yes, think exactly. a father should talk to their daughter about oh, no. sex. Wait till your daughter gets we're to not, that We're age. not saying talk to your daughter. You know, it's joint like, with your wife together. You have that's even more awkward now. I think my wife should just handle that, and I should be like. I mean, if you're that uncomfortable, I guess. But not I, that it's I, uncomfortable. I, like, I think it's such a beautiful thing for a daughter to hear it from the most safest place, and dad I think, knows. I think I can do it when they're like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, I can not like that not uh, like five. Alina says her yeah. son says no, no comment, comment, and I See? think her son is a teenager, maybe fourteen, fifteen. Well, maybe the dad. Needs yeah, to Alina, how old is your son? She we, say, she's saying no comment as in she tried to talk to him and the son yeah. said no like, comment th- th- she approached her son saying well do you have is there anybody that you like at school and why he just did said she no say, comment why you see? Ask why Alina John can you explore more like you know when when I hear that here's my thing you guys have to build the foundation 17. of communication okay He's 17 see wow. you have to start communicating now <clears throat> so if it, yeah night let me just give you a really really off topic example i'm working with a woman who says my 34 year old son does not do this and that he doesn't want you know just there's lack of responsibility 34 blah, blah. you said 34 and why I, is and he home he might listen. He might listen. No, we're not going to berate that. We're not. We're not going to make fun. We're no, just no, we're sick. not making fun. Right? But that, the problem saying. starts from there. When you baby yes. an adult, yes. that's what you get. So you can, <laughs> Sorry, you can, simple as that. Right? You cannot I love, expect I, I to teach. This. You can't expect to teach a thirty-four-year-old responsibilities. So it's the same thing. If you are wanting to talk to your seventeen-year-old about this, you have to have a good start on communication. From we're not berating any parents. I think all parents are beautiful and they're doing the, the best that they can. But if you want a solid communicative relationship, you need to start when they're like born. 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 Mm-hmm. Talk so to your difficult. kids. I'm already eighteen months late. Huh? I guess I need to talk about. No. Not. <clears throat> What? No, not talk no, about not, not that specific mm-hmm. topic. Just but how can, do you feel? Like how many of us? How, how, okay, but when's see, the last time you asked your child how they feel? Or every your daughter day. doesn't speak. Okay, I'm so happy to hear that. So your every daughter day. doesn't speak yet. Like, are you kidding floor? me? My, I'm having an argument with my daughter the other so day. I'm perfect. like, I'm, am I seriously having an argument with a two year old? Try, mm-hmm. try. Do you mm-hmm. lay? The, do you sit there for her to sleep at night? Do I? I put. I well, me and my wife rotate. There are days where she wants to sleep with me, mm-hmm. and there are days where she wants to sleep with my mm-hmm. wife. So my wife can like <laughs> literally put them to bed. They'll play in the room for forty-five minutes. I sit in the room for three minutes. Both of them knocked out. And it's like if I don't sit there, it's forty-five. It's minutes a good balance. <clears throat> Do I enjoy it? Yes, I enjoy it. that five minutes. But every 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 day, like there are days where I'll leave before my daughter wakes up, and when I come home, the first thing I ask her is. How are you? How was your day? Oh, what did you do? Oh, I'm so proud. Good and I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a two-year-old. I mean, it sounds kind of crazy asking a two-year-old, you know. And Good for you. I, you didn't ask for a paycheck too, bro. I don't need a paycheck. No. <laughs> uh, but Alina says her, her son is 17. Very closed in. But 
Uh, Alina, have you tried for uh, your husband to talk to him? It, does does he respond the same way to to her, your husband and yeah. his father, or what's the difference? Right. See, a lot of the times too, when when you, parents shut down their kids without even knowing it. Yeah, because see, as a guy, so I, yeah. let me tell you, the, okay, if for one example, if this boy saying no comment, I can give you one example. That's of already why. indicator. Like, oh, you're not going to understand where <laughs> no, my no, no, what no. I'm so here's from. what it is. <clears throat> if this guy likes a girl that he thinks his wa- mom is not going to approve of, he's 17, he's just going to say no comment. Maybe it's a girl that There's a lot doesn't there. dress a specific way and he knows his mom's not going to like that. There's a lot a there. Lot a of lot things. of the kids also don't like to communicate because they don't like to make their parents feel like Because when the parents know what happens. like I, Paranoia. When I had a girlfriend in those ages, my parents knew everyone in our Family knew about that. Mm-hmm. Like aunts, mm-hmm. uncles, mm-hmm. their cousins, their friends, everyone knows. Yeah. See, yeah. I so think that's why kids don't say anything. There's uh, Alina commented back. She said basically, okay. you know, he will he will never talk to him about that. So I mean, I guess there's there's that. See, if I had a 17 year old boy, I'd feel comfortable going <laughs> up to him. He's like, hey, you know, what's what's going on at school? Would you feel comfortable when your daughter's 17 and no. you have it? I still no. wouldn't. No. So you're you. never gonna have. I can't, bro. I don't. I don't Would see you? myself. If well, you had a daughter, a would you? See, if I say I would, then you contradict. It, it'd be wrong because I don't know if I would because I don't have a daughter. Um, but I think what's happening here is again we're going back to physicality. We're like going really into visuals. Like no, no. But you're talking about preventative care. Yes, the, my um, my conversation but is going to be more about telling my girls diseases. that not listen, like oh this boy's I'm a gonna, man and I've I've been that guy that's been looking for what you have and there's these things there's drugs got men sometimes put stuff in the drinks of I just course, want you to be all more of that mindful. Is more that's a sex talk. It doesn't have to be again like about yeah. the visuals. Come from Take, far away and tap pre- into it and get it's out. It's a preventative so, conversation. Alma has a question. Alma says, how do you get a teenager to be more open about the subject? Naturally, they don't want to talk about these subjects. You got to start slow. I think, again, I, I don't know. It <clears throat> depends on the kids. But the funny thing is, you guys, a lot of parents would bring their kids into my office. It takes like five seconds for these kids to open up to me. Because you're a stranger. It's more of like, okay, if I tell her, she's not going to tell anybody. She's going to keep it between me and her. It'll be fine. Thank you. Why can't the pr- a parent provide that space for the child? I th- again, I think it's more of a comfort thing. That's why, why I really... Why call it a space? That's what I Because the parents, I think, emotional and they... Re- and unfortunately, parents react to situations. They don't respond. They don't respond, yeah. The yeah. important thing is for you yeah. to respond, but... But you react. You immediately, your anxiety kicks in. you got to mm-hmm. watch out for your yeah, anxiety. It's not about you. You start worrying about... But you have about, to be mindful of That's yeah. what destroys these kids. Like, you don't have... When I mean, what I mean safe space is like anytime something happens, your kid knows mom and dad. Safe space. Yeah. But see, I think... Without like, judgment if, or if paranoia. I'm See, I'm confident enough in my wife that I know when the time comes to talk about those subjects, she'll be able to kind of handle there it. There you go. But I mean, for me, that's okay. That's okay. I don't, I don't think that's okay. If this is a sensitive topic in reference to your daughter, that's totally okay. It's underst- understandable. <laughs> Sorry about that. What? What? Vajik made it. Uh, I'll, I'll read the. Uh, is it another the first comment thing? from Christina, and then Vajik's comment is oh, kind of <laughs> <laughs> the name already. Uh, I, uh, it's like a comedian, right? Is uh, he, is he Christina Vajik, says he's uh, one of my uh, I've known him since childhood too. 
But Christina says, always ask them how their day was, what they did, what they learned. I always ask my kids. Uh, Christina has a, a boy and a girl. Yeah. Um, tell me three things they're grateful for. More communication opens for more than one question, and it will surprise you. I, I think one of the key things that I learned even when <clears throat> I, uh, I've been to a psychologist to discuss different things in my life is he shares stories with me. And I think mm-hmm. the key to opening, having your kids even open up to you bada-bing, bada-bing. and for them to really, for, for, for that, whatever topic it is, whatever your advice is to really... Hit the light bulb. Uh, yeah, hit the light bulb is you have to share stories. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell them, hey, kid, listen, I want to talk to you about sex. No. Share a story. Yes. You know, when I was 14 years old, my friends and I, we used to go to a lot of birthday parties and then blah, blah, whatever what happened, it is. Armand? You don't want to know. Okay. No, that's a good point because I share a lot of stories with my son. Like he's going to start wearing glasses mm-hmm. and because he's super smart. Um, but he What does glasses have to do with smart? It was just a mom- it's, it's, motherly it's, thing that I said. He, ma- he has to like berate every comment. But, um, we deal with everyone. <laughs> but, right? Yeah. So what what does that, that have to do with... I don't like glasses. But I, I gave him... The, I you know, glasses. I brought up the example of, you know, when I wore glasses and what happened and how it helped. So it's always about, you know, relatable stories. And that's exactly how I work with the teenagers. Mm-hmm. No teenager wants you to tell them what to do. <clears throat> Immediately, no, no. they're going to get defensive. Yeah. So it's about being more relatable. And in therapy, obviously, we, we're not supposed to share our personal stuff. But if it's appropriate... We can. We just have to feel the moment. But well, we're not. You, supposed you to can't do it. level down to when you were their age. Not, and not it. in details like that. You just have to be very mindful of what comes out yeah. because then they use that against can you. you then you become the patient, and there's only one patient in the room. Uh, Doctor Vajik says, Edijan, so. is it kosher to tell my sons to start dating girls with daddy issues before they move on to gold diggers and then to healthy breathers?" Oh my god! What is oh this question, gosh. though? <laughs> He says, is it okay if I <laughs> teach my <laughs> sons like, to do that? To go through the dis- different stages of girls from, you know, the bad, the good, the ugly, and then find a woman who can breathe and <laughs> have healthy kids. Yeah. For- <laughs> I can't even see that, that comment. That's I'm, such a I'm male chauvinist to- comment, Dr. Yeah. Vajik. Vajik is trying to explain to us what he went through. We, we, <laughs> no, we need to remove the doctor before your name because of that question. Mm. <clears throat> see? Uh, hence the reason. We were just talking about, like, uh, making sure you have a healthy relationship. Right there, daddy issues. Yeah. He, the guy brought up that if you have a daughter or a son, he might have daddy issues, might have mommy issues. But look, the, the first guy your daughter's going to fall in love with is you as the father. So well, they you, say a, a lot of times the girl seeks somebody who's like well, the that's father. Family dynamics. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. That's, so that's, that's the, mirroring. the mirror. Yeah. Thank you. That's Thank mirroring you. and matching. Yeah. Mirror neurons. I want somebody just like my dad. <clears throat> so. Why not be that example rather than just, you know, shy away from every conversation? Oh, I don't want to discuss this. I don't want to discuss that. I think, again, at a certain time and place, it's... It's so it's, triggering it's, for him. Yeah, he's going to bleed to death right now. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I, I I just it's I well she's two bro I mean I know she is bro. you can't I don't yeah. think I've seen her I don't think you can't envision can her handle <laughs> having two daughters at this point because he just had I, I saw his hair turn white you have two I daughter. have two daughters I think I'll be fine talking to my daughters because even oh at God, this age I have very good communication with my girls excellent good for you. You know what it is? They tr- Look at that face. Oh my Show the world. She's I'm screwed. I'm screwed. Beautiful. I'm screwed. Yeah, I remember when uh, there was this guy who wanted to date me. He approached my dad, and my dad's like, 
she's not just a pretty face, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But in Armenian. That's what my dad said when the first guy approached me too. (laughs) You know, he's not just the third guy. Third guy get it? (laughs) The third guy got in through the door, huh? (laughs) Back door. Oh God! No, No, you didn't go there. Oh man! That's it. Drop the mic. It is the wise nuts, guys. We should probably do. I know, but it's like it's. If Stepan was sitting here, I'd be like, ah, but it's like, no. Edit's sitting here. Edit's sitting here. Edit's sitting here, man. But you know what? It's okay. I laugh. I'm okay. very, I'm very down to earth. So yeah, I know. Let I know. it go. Do I, every Monday, do I have to say, guys, it's not the view. Maybe you should put that disclaimer, by the way. It's, it's not but the you view. Did, but you did say the disclaimer. You said, let's keep it classy. He did. I didn't. You, really? No, you did. the one that says classy. No, I say classy. You're not going to hear classy. There's nothing classy. Does it look at you? see the classy? I'm like a redneck pig with a trumpet. Are you a Trump promoter, by the way? Are you? Do you, yeah, you get funded? Can we not talk about po- can we not talk about politics? How do you think I afford this beautiful studio? Like, don't the, disclose the where we are. It's not cheap. I had somebody. Yeah. I had somebody text me today. They said, "So where is the studio exactly?" I said, "It's in oh Afghanistan in Bin Laden." Oh my god, dude, dude, it's so scary when I get that question asked too. Where's your office? Where? Do, but people find me. <laughs> well, yours I is available, but ours, the location is secret. Only I have guests know where we people actually People call me, send me flowers, there all you kinds go. Here, of interesting things. There's another comment. <clears throat> Since we're on the topic of kids, his, uh, the son said, Mom, I want to find someone just like you. Oh, that's, yeah, that's such that's, a compliment. Which is a compliment. <clears throat> Who is that? What's her name? That's um, Alina. Ali, Alina again. Yeah. Alina, yeah. you're doing something awesome. Yeah, she's keep, doing something keep, right. You are, Alina. Which, Props which, to you, Mama. Which Good is a you. thought I remember. Follow me on Instagram. Which is a thought I remember having as a kid, too. That I wanted to grow up to be my dad, like my dad, but mm-hmm. also be able to marry somebody. Yeah, like my, my mom. son says that to mom. I want to yeah. marry you, but actually, the past couple of days he wants to marry Victoria. So Victoria, I'm out of the picture. Victoria from school. Oh. oh, he's in love with the Victoria. Yeah, so, Alina also said earlier that she is the one that's involved with the children. Yeah, I understand. There's dads, working dads. There's working dads. Some of yeah. them are not even mm-hmm. available for two, three days. They're mm-hmm. gone or whatnot. Yeah. But if the man is in living in that house, mm-hmm. he should have more than just a little bit to do with those children, at least emotionally. Right. Maybe oh, not yes. the work part of it, but emotionally to get your kid to emotionally attach to you yeah. is something you're going to use to help yourself you always, raise your children. Yes, absolutely. You guys, I always promote this emotional ind- uh, independence versus financial independence. That's one of the posts that I've had. It was actually a hit. You want to teach your child to be an emotional independent. The financials, the school, the, the marrying the right person, all those things will come after if you teach them to be emotionally stable, meaning they can play on their own, um, they can navigate their emotions, right? When they're in a very like tantrumy place, how they can cool themselves. Like all those things are emotional intelligence. They but have to stages. be. But you have to start early. So if your if your daughter is having tantrums right now, you have to regulate. You have to teach her to well, regulate. My kids that. are done with tantrums. Okay, they're they're not, it's an ordinary now. For him, well. he's got the tantrum. Yeah, the terrible. Issue. It's a hard time, I'm sure, for you guys too. Terrible twos is it's at threes. Difficult. That two should not be well, the right one. It two, should be three. It, it goes from like two to. Honestly, it could be carried to like age five. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, other we're, underlying issues when you see it at five. When you see it two, three years old, by the time old, they're six okay. years old you'll know exactly what their personality type is going to be like. Of course, it's going to change, but you could already see the traits around six. Yeah. So if they're stubborn, then... 
Some things don't change. Alina says she's also a full-time working mom. mom. Good for you. A, not just a husband. Let's talk mom about power. that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that as well before we call it a night. <clears throat> yeah. uh, working parents. So two working parents um, not being able to kind of uh, be with the kids all the time, not being able to help them with schoolwork and this and that. Uh, absent parent. Uh, yeah, yeah, absent absentee parents, basically. Yeah. Uh, what would you recommend on that? I mean, family trips or weekends or like maybe taking away phones during dinner time. Or, like, what's what's your best solution for both working parents full time? Yeah. So I think the more effort they make to be in the child's life better. So I think, yeah, I'm a, I'm a full time mom, too. And it's harder for me because I'm a single parent. But you always have to make that time. If, if it means decreasing activities, like if they have jujitsu, swim, whatever, like don't take them to all those activities. <clears throat> Try to spend more time with your kids. So it's hard. Like I don't, I can't set the schedule for every every parent, but I do know that it's it's very important to spend time with your kids. Yeah. Even if you're working parents, you have to make that time over the weekend. You know, maybe having family dinners, family meetings every Wednesday night, whatever it is. You can definitely, yeah, you could definitely do anything that you want. It's it's because I remember there was always like in high school, especially there was always those one or two friends that you had where it was like, hey, my parents are both working, they're not home. Let's go to my house and you know, one of those guys. Like my parents weren't there. They were, but they provide love and care. It's not like see that's a difference. There's there's parents who work hard and they're never present and they just completely invalidate their. Oh my god! I just bust out an aroxia moment right now. <laughs> right? I remember she was like, I and watched And that just him. became a short clip. There yeah. you go. <laughs> clip of the week. No, don't do that. <laughs> well, well, I'll clip and I'll send it to Aroxia. Uh, I remember because she was so passionate about talking and she just kept hitting That's me. why we I got rid of the giant arms yes, that were hanging. I, I was hoping my Roxy, vulgar I love comment you so much. She's such an inspiration. quick clip of the week. Vulgar comment? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're not, not going to read. But, but anywho, yes, it is is very important. But, you know, you can be a full-time working parent, but you could still, like, go at it with emotional love and support no matter what. That's, I like, think family dinners is probably, to me, is the most important thing you can do. Every yes. night, even when they're teenagers and they don't think it's cool to be home at 7 o'clock, let's say that's your Oh, you make time. that a foundation. It'll yeah. happen. Let's it's ha- tough, though, man. Let's have dinner. And and then you want to go hang out with friends, whatever you're gonna, gonna gonna go to the mall or whatever it is. Let's we have to sit down with family and have dinner because yeah. dinner is where friends family come together. And I think if that's one of the key things that I grew up doing mm-hmm. was we had to have right? dinner every night at home. Let me ask you this. Well, over, yeah, 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 no, let me ask you that. How did you did you have for example, if your dad said, <laughs> okay, you know what, it's dinner time, we're having dinner with the family. Did any friends join in? Yeah. If yeah, there was always my friends brother at my always house. invited yeah. his friends. I always. didn't really because I was a loner. I but you know, I had a unibrow and the mustache yeah. and the whole thing. You know what I mean? That's too. <laughs> Please don't make that. A good <laughs> All right, guys. So. Yes, but so, um, it is important. I don't even know how to do it anymore. <laughs> I know, but I've, here's I've one thing you can do. By the way, just a, a quick advice: if mm-hmm. you guys are like wanting to do the family dinners, you can have like a box and you can put your phones. Oh yeah, no phones for yeah. sure. It's like no so so sure. cool. I love that. Yeah. You know what's and, really and even cool is having an no phone zone at dinner, but the phone's not on the table. Oh, yeah, real uh, smart. They have AirPod beanies, isn't it? And, and have your kids join with you, I think, cooking. Always. Like, you're making a salad, let them chop the... If uh, they're interested. 
if the ones that are interested, no, you gotta have them engaged. Yeah, you can, engaged, yeah, you can make it fun. What's, my son makes pasta with my mom, like yeah. from scratch with those machines. Great, but and he, he loves if it. He's interested. I have one kid that's not interested in the kitchen. No, the you other can praise them. If we do this, we're gonna go play. You know, at a playground, or whatever. My I'm kid knows God, even if she doesn't do that, she's gonna go play at the playground. <laughs> I like going to the playground. That's one of my things. He said he likes doing. Mm-hmm. I like taking my kids to the park, setting out the nice little towel, yeah. lay down with my girls, so make looking that up at the sky. Beautiful. Make that's that. Beautiful. Make that like a thing. Uh, a pr- like uh, you know, you got to do something. And that's right when you to... start talking to your girls. That's when you talk by looking talk in to the sky. Bales guitars in nineteen ninety three. Share stories like that. <laughs> yeah. I dated so. this girl and she broke my heart and. Tevon makes a great point, though. What's he saying? <clears throat> well, Christina, first of all, says never take jujitsu away. You can just go there on the mat with them and spend time with them because I know she's a she's huge watching, advocate Christine? for yeah. jujitsu. Her kids go to the same place, I know. right? Legacy. Her, yeah. her, her daughter fought with my son a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Tevon says, uh, That's I truly a believe that. For good friends. Yeah. Tevon says, I truly believe that daughters should have that respect towards their fathers and avoid that topic. Otherwise, it will give them the okay to go out there and have sex with someone they love, like, as long as they are safe. But you're not talking about the, the you know, I know this is such a difficult topic for sense. some. It does make sense, but you're not talking about, like, the physical. You're, mm. It's more preventative. Like, sense banca dursa. Yeah, you're not saying go out and do it. This but is what see, it's going to be like. Okay, it's I understand more, what he's saying. Yeah, Eddie, but I do. Okay. As a father, You're I saying too. preventative as in, like, STDs and, like, pregnancy and all that stuff? Yeah. And then you're going to say, okay, so if I use a condom, it'll be fine? Right, what, how do you answer that? So, are you not wanting them to have sex? Of course not. Until when? They get married? Uh, see, I, yes. No, yes. please, this is important. As a father? Yes. As a, a father? As a father, yeah. As a father, yes. I think I'm a parent too, and I would definitely prefer that, because that's how I was for raised. And for my son, yeah, that's how... Do you well, think it's an actuality? Now, do you think there's any reality to it? But there I don't think a... there's a reality to it when it comes to girls too, because times have changed. Yeah. Now, the way we were raised, that was a reality, because that's exactly what happened. We carried on those values, but... Now it's so different. And it's like, Hima, you're forced to talk about these things. So you're pretty much admitting that values are out the door today? No. Values are not out the door. You got to make completely. sure. Not completely. Halfway? No. Halfway out? No, no, no. Values will never be if you force, you know, reinforce them constantly. If, if, if it's in the family, they won't go away. But, you know, this topic needs to... Louisa had a question about... Well, she made a comment about, uh, can you talk about the importance of dating... Uh, and for a woman to discover who she is before rushing into marriage just to please cultural norms. Ooh, that's a lot of questions. Yeah. It's, it's a loaded well, question. I said that because it's kind of yeah. related so, to what okay, you guys were Give me the first about. part. Give me the first part. Because I'm a therapist. I like... Sure. <laughs> One portion of the time. Yeah, because okay. it's a loaded question. Well, don't ask loaded questions, Louisa. No, please do it. I just have to be like... <laughs> Where is the question? Louisa, you'll ask those I questions when you're on her podcast. He says, talk about the importance of dating and for a woman to discover who she is before rushing into right. marriage. Well, when you, well, first comes you knowing your identity because then you'll know exactly what you're looking for. Which portion of your identity? For. What does she mean by who, knowing thing. who you are? Knowing who you are, your wants, your needs, the things you need to work on, your values, your attributes, your positives, your negatives, like all of those things are your, your identity. Knowing your self-worth, right? Knowing how, you know, the respect you have for yourself. What are your boundaries? Like, what do you accept and what don't you accept when it comes to dating? Like, what are the limits? Do you think divorced people tend to have a better relationship second time around? 
They're um, more cautious, Not I think. per se, but I would say, yeah, they're more mindful and more experienced, maybe, in that sense. But there's or a cautious. lot of... Di- yeah, cautious. or cautious. But there's a lot of people who get married and they divorce the second time and the third time. So it's not necessarily... Very king. Well, that's a habit. You know, No. It's not a habit. It's because you don't, you know, you, your expectations of people, it goes back like to so many psychological factors. <laughs> but, you know, kind of going back to what Tevon said, I totally agree with values. I'm all about values because that's how I was raised and I strongly believe in it. But I'm just saying from maybe this is just a ther- therapist perspective. I'm seeing a, lo- a, a huge shift in children and it's negative. So that's why I'm saying maybe preventative is is essential right now to talk to your kids and make them aware that these things are there before, you know. What's your thought about uh, on talking to my kids about everything that's going on in schools as far as what? the LGBTQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQQ
And if if you have strong foundation at home, no matter what they teach at school, they'll come home and they'll they'll question it with you, mm-hmm. yeah. but they'll trust your input versus well, my teacher said I could be this if I want, yeah. and then they mm-hmm. go and experiment but this with is, it. See, this is hold on a second. So this is what I'm saying about the whole sex topic. This is this is one of them. So. But you want this topic to happen at home before it happens at school. Of course, you so want to be. So then, why? So it's the same thing. It's a. But that's, it's information. I feel, like, I feel like they're getting to my kids before I could, because right. I'm not comfortable so, talking but, but to the them at the age of six. Get but they're getting. You get to, then you so better really... get your comfort hat on. I need, can I borrow your Trump hat? Times this have is, changed, you guys. Most, can I Look, borrow the we, red one? We please? were raised in a completely different time. <laughs> Parenting has changed. Styles have right. changed. Schools have changed. And this is something that I talked about in my Instagram. It's unfortunate. I completely empathize and sympathize with Tevon and every single parent out there because I'm a parent. Tevon's not a parent, by the way. Okay. But He's as times, single as they get. Really? But times <laughs> times have definitely changed. And of course, there has to be a sense of respect. But it's like it has nothing to do with respect. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it doesn't mean uh, your kids are, you know, disrespecting you in any way. Yeah. But anyway, but, but I again, get it. it's a very sensitive topic. I, I, th- I think if you create a good relationship with your kids, you talk to your kids yes. and uh, they Foundation. feel comfortable enough to come and talk to you about it, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. I mean, again, <laughs> yes. uh, don't let don't let the schools uh, manipulate the kid. No, your kids you into, do it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you manipulate <laughs> like you, your you, own you, children. You, yeah. But see, the thing is... I, you manipulate. No, 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 not manipulate. But, no, I, I hear mean, you. Yeah, but see, the thing is, like, oh, like as far as... When we were growing up, this stuff was around. It just it was, it, but it, it was noticeable. It wasn't noticeable because of social media. Social media has, been, has a big factor in this. But topic. don't you guys miss those times? I miss those times so much. The way we were raised, and I'm you know, thinking just, about cutting off internet altogether. You kind of like me on me, hungry skunk. Even at the business hub. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll work it out. Here's a homing pigeon. You know him. Mm-hmm. Your friend Tevon. I do. I know him and his sister. Oh. Very well. Yeah, Everybody they're very knows good each people. Other, huh? mm-hmm. Well, only, the high nadars people. Only the wisest Lu- don't know. Is Louisa high nadars as well? <laughs> Louisa, no, she's highest on okay. right? Louisa? She's from Lennagan, I think, right? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I don't know where is. my friends are from. But yes, he's, he's <laughs> very high from nadars. last name, yes, not high nadars. <laughs> he's probably like, Edit? She's high nadars. <laughs> like, what? High nadars therapist? <laughs> your, no, dad, your dad also made a comment. Your Vazganema made a comment. What? He Where? said, I am your father. I'm her father. <laughs> I am her father. <laughs> I think he used that exact My accent. My father has a beard, a beautiful. He's hey, so Arno, well say it, Matt, say it. What? I am your father. Luke, I am your father. I am your father. Now, serving. <laughs> you haven't done that in ages, <laughs> bro. It has to be natural. It it has has to to can't do it anymore. He can't do it anymore. Yeah. He can't do it anymore. So Hello, Aloyan. He's been saving that for the 100th episode. What? Arno's Aloyan. Impeccable. Yeah, you can't touch like it. You can't touch it. But again, see now you guys. You gotta do it right now. No, Arno, you can't. Arno. I am the. No, I'm I do. A You're looking at the wrong guy. This oh is oh wait, no. sorry. I was like, wait. This is the dumbass. That's the wise ass. <laughs> Tell me. And he's the smartass. This, this is why the I the wise ass. Oh, what is Louisa saying? She's probably. Like, I'm her. I Hold on, she's high as Nancy, but she was born she's here. She's saying my dad's online. Why, Jana? You guys say hi to my dad. Hi, Vazganopar. 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 Mashkules. What the hell is that? I told you don't use that. What, uh, does, what does that mean? What is that? Not a word. No, I'm saying I don't understand. Oh, okay. oh yeah. No. You scared me. No, I'm saying Parskin. Like, well, I don't what? understand the word of it. Armand's cursing. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to chime in before we call it a day? Oh, there's so many things to chime we in. We all I have think, kids. We got to go, huh? It's, oh, it's uh, 940. Jeez. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Really? 
We're yeah. supposed to be an hour and a half. Past my curfew. I, see, I told you. you I, was, I was saying. I was this like, is what ex- happens when you sit with a therapist. You're just natural you communication juices. I feel like a born again. <laughs> Do, you have to Do go I home? get to go home? Do you get to? I'm stuck in the car. 9.30 was my oh. final call. Five. So you're basically sleeping outside today? At least it's a warm card. This oh, time. I, you haven't validated her today? Is that why? <laughs> Oh, maybe women one in, quick validation. Did you guys interview Armenian women empower Armenian women empowerment? That is that is that's uh, Jacqueline. That's Jacqueline. That's Jacqueline. She oh she's so lovely. She commented on my post uh, about the stop talking about yourself badly. There you go. There you go. Uh, anyway, that being said, this is the time where you guys say all these great things about me. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Wait. Let me get prepared. Okay. Let me let me prepare. Let Seriously, Eddie John, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah. Uh, everybody, follow Eddie on Instagram. Momified, right? At Momified, is that what it is? Or Momfident? 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 Momified. Edit that. Edit that. That's somebody these else's mom account. things and these fab moms and like, somebody. Hey, you somebody turn sometimes. off Momfident as okay. AF. It's it's at Momfit. Momfit. Right. So Momfident Women, or you can type in my name, Edita Laverdian, on Facebook or Instagram, and I'll pop up. We'll we'll put her we'll put her Instagram and everything yes. on our. And my, I have an online school too, by the way. What do you mean you have an online school? I have a school. What do you teach? Uh, it's a bo- it's a self uh, like a boot camp. Mm. And you want to mention it when we're self improvement? Hey, there's so much, you there know. But lot. I find Edita somehow, and you learn everything she does. <laughs> Edith. Everything. Hashtag Momfident. Yes, Momfident. Literally, I think you have that hashtag, right? I hope you do. Uh, I do, but you if know, if not, the wiseness will get it for you. Don't <laughs> it's okay. We'll trademark it for you. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for being with us on this fabulous thank Monday. You. Thank you for taking time out of your Monday to sit with three dads. And Aww, give three us wonderful a, dads. And giving us a nice... Aww. Three wonderful dads. Yeah, I just Aww. gave you validation. You like that. Of course I do. Edgar's going to be able to does. sleep tonight. Yeah. Three wonderful. And I'm sure both. husbands as I well, right? Where can, we find your, where can we get the book? So you guys can go on to Amazon and um, April bookstores in Glendale. So Amazon, it's sold worldwide. So wherever you are, it'll be shipped. Memoirs of a mother. Yes. If you um, if your wife won't beat you with it, if you <laughs> you know if you get it for for Valentine's Day, get it for for Valentine's Day. But put something else with it: chocolate, yeah. diamond, Don't necklace. Don't be cheap. Yeah, go to like <clears throat> nice perfume. Go to like Zales or something and get something off with Zales. It. <laughs> every kiss big in Go the to care. Savannah Jewelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where every yeah. hand I prefer, yeah. I prefer everybody go buy from Opry the Bookstore instead of Amazon. Thank you. Please. I was just going to. Yeah. Or yeah. Or can they reach out to you? Or just uh, no April bookstores or a thing, please. Don't. Not April, like Abril. Abril bookstores. Abril. Arno has several copies. They're sold right by the cash register. Not me. And Not and uh, Amazon, you could just type my name; it'll pop up. And there, that's on Kindle too, by the way. That's there another just Arno. He's a, he's he's kept that store for thirty something mm, years. It's very interesting. It's story. very shot, yeah. and he's probably read every single book. I mean, it's it'll. Wow. Think. And he's a new dad too. Mm. There you go. Eddie so. John, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank uh, you guys so much for inviting me. And absolutely. it's been a pleasure, absolutely. an honor. It was, you know what? It was fun having you on the podcast. Yeah, we had a good laughs, some yeah. serious talk. Uh, it was a good balanced show today. I enjoyed it, it. I would say I apologize for my comments, but I wouldn't mean it, so I'm not going to apologize. What comments? But <clears throat> we'll go uh, back and listen to it later. <laughs> but no, I, I wish you all the success because uh, we do need women like you out there to, to really. Um, you know, to be teaching what's not taught at schools and that's not maybe even taught in, in, in their homes, yeah. to be able to find themselves the independence and that self-security in order to to really embrace life and become the best 
uh, self that they can be. Right. And I think you're doing that for a lot of women, especially moms out there. So keep up the wonderful work. Again, like Arno said, thanks for being on the show and sharing your wisdom with our watchers. And um, <laughs> yeah, what? Hey, Mom, I'm the, the watchers is Wait, something. It's your the, turn. The watchers are something we're just you know, we just can't avoid. Go ahead, Edgar. What are they saying? No, no, no. The watcher. We'll, we'll tell you about it after the podcast. Oh, we'll okay, talk okay. about the watchers later. As oh. for myself. Okay. John, I feel like Edith. I shouldn't it's say okay. Edith. I it's keep okay. saying Edith. It's okay. But she's so nice. She didn't say anything besides it's okay. Now, I feel very happy that you're here. I'm very supportive of your book and hope to have Lovely. you back on with us. Definitely. Maybe soon. for my second book, which is coming out soon. That's what is I that mean. in the works? Is that yes, in the works? Yes, it is in the wow. works. No All details right. about it yet, but for sure. <laughs> well, I love it. Once you start writing, you got to keep the audience going. Well, so hopefully. You know what? We'd love... We're hope we'll, I think we will be invited to your next, you know, book. Hundred okay. yeah. percent. And then, and then, you know, maybe we can even host her event this time. You know, oh, that would oh be God. lovely. Could you, could you imagine us with a booth there? Oh, geez. Arno did a great job hosting my book release. On Do you really want transfer. us with the mic in public? I'm getting so many oh, can Facebook you requests that? now. <laughs> See, Are these all your followers? <laughs> Here's the thing, Eddie John. Anybody who comes on the Wiseness, their careers just. Blossom. Wow, and just either wow. they tank or. Yeah. Oh, if you're a Democrat, you, you tank. If you're conservative. Wow, you didn't have to go there. <laughs> go it, it was like no bam, political. Bam, bam. It was like no political talk. No political talk. No political talk. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> But you guys are also doing <laughs> such a huge thing for our community. Such you guys are such big contributors. So thank you so much for doing this because it of gives course. opportunity like authors myself to, you know, for people to hear my voice and my purpose. So yeah. we're all helping each other out. Yes. Of course. So of I course. appreciate you guys honestly and props to your parents. Thank you. Uh, you know you hear what? that, mom and dad? Mom, Mama. I made it, mom. <laughs> it's funny. <You> made- <laughs> Props to your parents. It's got we, us. We, they did great. We made it, mom. We yes. made it. <laughs> yeah, you did. This is huge. Come on. Anybody it's, could do this, uh, but know, they're not. You know what's so. funny? My, my mom says, Taragi no nekesor. Taragi. Oh, and also, let's not forget the wives, because they're a major yes, part. Oh, yeah, of course. They're a major community. So I give props yes. to those women, because <laughs> they are supporting you to do this, and it's beautiful. I could already tell... The if they didn't support status. us, yeah. there's no way so we'd be So good here. for them. You guys are very lucky. So keep that relationship strong yeah. and Absolutely. the bond going. To have this amount of commitment. Yeah. We've been this doing is this like for an over the years. Like, <laughs> cheers to the wives. You Seriously. have to cheers. do this. Well, here's cheers my moonshine. <laughs> and here's mine. There you go. I feel like it's like a freaking... Oh, jeez. I don't want to even say it. <laughs> Anyways. See, people think therapists are so, you know, like very scary. But we're very authentic. Like... Me especially, I'm like yeah, very inviting. Until, until so. you're the patient. Hey, it's okay. We're all patients at goes, one point. Yeah, exactly. So we're all we socials. All we're, all, we're all two paychecks away from being homeless. And, you know, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I had to go there. Maybe four. <clears throat> or four. Love, if you're... Not yeah. as long as Trump's president. <laughs> <laughs> we're done for the evening. I think all right, guys. <laughs> oh, it's just every Armenian fairy. So, I'm going to say that. All right, guys. Good night. Good Uh, Monday. Good night. Thank you, guys. Have a great Monday. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next Monday. Love you. Love you guys. Oh, man. Two hours. Oh, y'all. Aren't you you glad I told you to bring your car here? Imagine in this.